Welcome to Wizard Team, a Black magical podcast for Black magical stories. Hi everyone, it's Bayana, Robin, and Portia embarking on a journey through the many fantasy stories written by and about Black people. Currently, we're reading Legendborn by Tracy Dion, and today we're discussing chapters 12 through 14. Previously on Wizard Team, Brie answered... <laughs> okay, I didn't... <laughs> I don't know why I thought this was chapters ago in my brain, and this is... It's just hitting me how wild it was that last episode, this is where we were. So... <laughs> <laughs> Brie pulled up into the lodge and was like, "Easy peasy." Yeah, I'm here. <laughs> I'm here to see Nick. Like, hello, hi. I'm here for Nick, and she did not understand the magnitude of what she was saying, but picked up slightly. She's about to. She slightly picked up on the fact that the person who greeted her at the door saw her was like, oh, oh, okay, cool. And this, like, brought her in, no questions asked. She said, Nick, that was the password she got in. Nick had to show up out, like, again. I'm, in my mind, Nick was, uh, like, drafting his email to the Dean McKinnon, being like, I can't, um, I quit the mentor program. I can't do this with her. I just can't do it. And in the middle of him composing this message, um, he got a phone call from Sar saying, like, hey, uh, so cool that you want to be part of the order now your page is here and he's like my who and she was like uh the girl um what's her name brie what and he ran out the door that's that's what i picture happened when nick got word he's <laughs> that just email's in drafts, still in drafts. Just collecting gigabyte dust just so sad um when he shows up he of course is not happy about this this man had to rush out the door and he did not want anything to do with the order. And he had tried he t- tried to tell her, hey, don't be writing these words out on paper and pass them to me in class. Like, I don't want nothing to do with that. I don't want you to, I don't want to talk to you about it. Let's leave that alone. And here she is. But for Brie, this is easy peasy. Like, she just, she, uh, it's already super easy because she just walked in the door without having to do anything. She just said Nick's name. So of course she can, this is something she can do. And while she sees how pissed Nick is with her, she's gonna like downplay that being like, I am here for answers and I gotta leave here with something because my mama died and I gotta know what is going on because magic is involved and if the order got something to do with it, then I'm gonna find out. Nick commiserates with her because he has his own mama problems. So he's like, I see you. I'm gonna hold my breath through this all and I'm gonna try to take care of it. This is gonna work out. Um, but the thing is, is they only have 10 minutes together before the ceremony begins that everyone is eagerly awaiting the beginning of. So Brie just didn't pop up on any regular old Tuesday. She reached up on, she rolled up on a ceremony Tuesday when everything is about to pop off for the order. Order going and up. She does not know this. On a Tuesday. Take leave oath if you choose it. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm not. Sorry. Brie, <laughs> Brie has she knows nothing. She's John she's, Snow she's into it. She has stepped into it and she is leaving her. It's just, it's going to be a mess. So when they walk into 
the ceremony space like this not like there's no first off she has to walk through like what is this place that she's actually in so she gets a tour with the other pages and people are like looking at her sideways like who are you not only on some like you're the only black place in this very white space kind of way but also because Everybody who's ever been through there and has something to do with the ceremony is tied to the order already, and they ain't seen her ever in their lives. So she's not familiar to these parts. And initially, that is, she's very aware of this. Um, we get our freaking, uh, our understanding that, like, the, like, there are other people who feel slightly outsider there, like Greer. Um, but they're not necessarily, like, they, again, are part of the Vassal family, so, so they don't, they're not really that outside of the way. And she keeps hearing different things about the Merlins, um, specifically how they have these manacles that they used during, um, the, the witch trials. So that's dandy, and they are regulating how other people use magic also interesting also very intriguing um tour while they're like going th uh like there she's not even in a space of like being in ingrained into the culture yet and yet here she comes tour being like it's our most diverse class ever and we the only person of color who's in that room notably in that room not passingly in that room and it's just a mess and she comes out with this manacles and she's like, what are these? And we all know what manacles symbolize in the South. So there's that as well. So she's just, her brain ain't, re ain't ready for this. She sh if she might've known that, had she heeded Nick's words, I don't know. Perhaps maybe she, she just like called Nick while she was sitting, maybe like she should have toyed with Nick a little bit, be like, I'm in front of the lodge. And he could have just came up and talked to her before she stepped in the door. So they should, I just feel like there's better ways to go about this. Um, <laughs> finally, Brie, is led with the rest of the the page class um, into a space and suddenly it's dark and suddenly um, there are eight figures sitting in front of them. They move them um, blindfolded into um, an area and she all she knows is they're, they're outside and she has to step down some stairs. They get past these stairs. Nick starts to try to talk to her a little bit and who comes flying out the trees like a demon? Like a spider monkey. That he is accusing her of. No, no. Sorry, no. I, I pictured His, Batman. The energy that he gave? <laughs> it was demon cloak. time. He was on demon I, time. Spider okay? monkey is more blood marked when he just be putting Brie on his back and running. And I just be yeah, like, Yeah, oh. that is blood marked. There's a moment in this one too. I think, and they make <laughs> okay, but he was on Demon it. Time. It was it is this is <laughs> late is, at night, he and was. he was coming through them trees, <laughs> crawling and ready to fight Bree on sight. <sighs> That's demon energy. Okay, those are the demons that Bree's church folk that she remembered growing up with. If they heard about, if her grandmama knew who Cell was, she would call Cell a demon. We don't mess with that demons. That's what's happening in this moment. That's a demon right there. <laughs> And then, um, so instead of being able to like, uh, like take Brie down, if she is this um, Eichel character that she that he um, Eichel, I forget the pronunciation. Look, this Eichel. is my problem. No, I think it's Eichel. Uh, Eichel. 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 
No, Isol is the, the less the, like that, but the other one is I think it's Ickle. This is the Ickle character that yeah. reads. I will say that um, if you listen to the that, audiobook, I think the narrator says Uchel. Okay, but, but she wrong. could be doing, she's probably saying it wrong. But also, but she does say how to. I was gonna say, like, Tracy does say how to pronounce she does. it. My thing is, like, because Brie also doesn't know how to say Welsh, so she says, yeah. like, it's like a. Yeah. I'm gonna, like, Tracy writes it, that's why I'm trying to use the example. But at the same time, my thing is, I wanna respect people's cultures, but I also don't care to respect white people's cultures, so I don't like <laughs> them too much. <laughs> Oh, it fell on my chair. Oh, it fell on my chair. No. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. I feel like I have the right to do that because I uh, I, I want to make a um, blood in my family. I want to make a because dis- of I want to make a distinction man. for myself. <laughs> so I'm, a, I'm able to do this Sorry, for myself. Me. I want to make a distinction for myself. I don't respect white culture because white culture is just an amalgamation of shit that is like we are white and so we are better than you. But I do respect like. The actual culture is distinct cult, yeah, distinct white cultures like Welsh, especially Ireland because I just give the Irish like they've been through some shit. These American, these new Irish, these these new Irish, these white Irish. I don't don't fuck with them, but like, I'm saying I'm gonna put more energy behind people of black, yes, in particular. Indigenous right after, and then a rest of the BIPOC family right after that, ahead of any other respect I will give to any other cultures, and I will go I will go harder to try to understand some things than understand some things by colonizers. You know what I mean? I get you. That's just where I am. Indeed. I appreciate and I will, it. So I will try to reinforce the words, and I and I may just drop some things at some point with the Welsh because it's just doing too much for my mouth, my brain. And Welsh is like ridiculously. It is. Long. It is a lot. There's there's one word in here it's we'll get to that literally has like one vowel. It's like a, a it's like a six letter word with one vowel. And three of those letters y. are D. Huh? I said, isn't the vowel Y? <laughs> no. Yes. I feel like there's like a Y. I think there's two vowels. There, I think one is a Y and one is an L. There is a word that's like Y W, and you're like, what the fuck? Is that? Get out of my face with that shit. <laughs> YW? Like, y'all, y'all... Y'all playing. Like, and I think there's... Okay, this is a total tangent, but this is, like, a thing. Like, I feel like people who study languages have mentioned that the more that you live in a culture, the more that your, like, mouth, like, becomes formed to, like, say the words of the culture. Mm-hmm. So if like you don't, like, grow up... Stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like an immerse, like your mouth, like your, like it takes work to make your mouth do a thing. Whereas someone else has been in that culture, like their mouth is like it's been formulated to do, like start doing that movement. And I'm like, again, precedence to the people of color. I will, cause I will sit there and try to study what's going on. I'm not gonna spend too much time. I will take what I get, I'm giving, given, and I will use it. But I'm not gonna go any deeper than that. And whenever Tracy gives the pronunciations, I'll try to use them. If I can remember. Um, to finally, to finish this wrap up, is Cell successful in taking Bree down cause she, as the demon that he says that she is? No. Because, one, she's not the demon. If anyone's given demon energy, it's him. <laughs> Two, yeah. Br- he really thought that Nick was going to just let him run up on his page, like, or on the, per- the candidate that he brought in here. He really thought 
Nicholas is gonna be like, oh yeah, yeah, no, go on and fight her. Really? You didn't think he's gonna just try to stop and step in front of you? As he does. And before they can go full angsty, whatever love fight this is, um, in steps Nick's father, who appears not unlike a Pokemon professor when you're playing a Pokemon game and they just like pop out of, you're like, where'd you come from? That's how I felt about uh, Dr. Davis popping up. And he puts Cell in his place, which we can talk about that at some point because that is important. Um, and he is very happy to see Nick there. He's kind of stunned out of words. He says that he feels like he needs to think Bree for that because he doesn't feel like his son would be there otherwise. And he uh, threatens Cell with calling, like using like his the mental health of like Merlin Merlins against him so we know there's some fishy things going on between how Mr. Davis Dr. Davis likes to roll and that is the end that's where we are um as a uh what's it called it's so weird to hear Mr. and Dr. Davis such a family who was uh <laughs> your father as someone who was uh what's it called my father and my grandfather uh someone descended from those people unfortunately um the 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 white one's not my father and grandfather they're cool but someone with that last name (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) it would be like i'm glad they start calling him lord davis because it's easier to like picture dude um but yeah this I hate Lord Davis. Actually. I know, yeah, I did not. I don't understand why. He, well, he, he is very pretentious. Like it's very like mm-hmm. Oh, the whole yeah. Thing. No, I think that I think that on like, like is he titled gentry uh, and Wells and like I know he's Scotch Irish. Does he have a? La- is he landed with a title? Yeah, because Arthur. That? That's why. That's like it's not, it's not. But where is the title? Like, do you have the landed title? In the kingdom, oh, of course he doesn't. In which you're saying, of course he doesn't. Like, I'm, I'm not saying, I'm not saying it's not pretentious and like natural. ridiculous. All this, is, all of this is, but as, you know, for my own like who I picture when I hear those titles, those like it's not your father, so your exactly. Grandpa. So I'm like, fine, cool. I know, I know who this is. Um, I will say this like recap was really funny to me just because like again like you said like we just you know we've read the, the chapters we're about to discuss and so the way it just like escalates and just like really really put herself in some shit <laughs> and it's like but like it's she really is living the meme you gonna learn today like she <laughs> really is gonna learn no that gift oh no baby what out. is you doing is that that is how you could have that's um, how we could have recapped so Recap of last episode. Oh no, baby, what is you doing? No, I'm saying about like this is coming forward. Oh yeah, she gonna learn moving, today. Yes, and yeah. moving forward, it's you gonna learn today. Um, she gonna learn today. So I, I did. Uh, I love Google and um, modern technology in this in this phrase. I, I pulled it up. How to pronounce echo? I will repeat again. Echo. Echo. Can you hear it? Yeah. I don't know. We're we're getting. We were close. I think, but I'm thinking it's like a like a sound because I think that's what who's that like. I don't. Can the the computer make that? Do I know? 
I don't know. Look, but I just know that if an actual Welsh person were to come in this room and to say these words, so I was nodding along with them. Mm-hmm. Like you are absolutely right. You are absolutely right. But also, if you're, you know, we don't. We have a voice note feature in Anchor. Yes, we do. If we you, have a voicemail. You can leave us a voicemail if you are Please. Welsh, study Welsh, know how to speak Welsh, and um, not just etchol, but all these goddamn all words. Of words. All of them. Oh all God. of them. There you are moments just, they start you know. speaking in full sentences, and I'm like, I can't Ooh. even. Um, the line got of liege or the line is law. That Welsh phrase, the line is oh, law, yeah. the law of line. That's the one I'm talking about where, like, one word is it? It's just spelled Y-W, and I said, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. And then the other one is four Ds. Ds. It's D-D-D-E-D-F or some shit like that. Like. I would like to know. And I feel like, I want to say this. I want to respect any culture who, when forced by colonizers to try to translate right. their language okay. into the colonizer language, mm-hmm. they're like, I'm going to F this up for you because you ain't going to just learn my language really nilly. Oh, hey. But you know what no. the thing is with I'm um, going to put this as hard as possible. With Welsh and even Irish, though I do think Irish might have a different alphabet Gaelic. generally. It's a, it's it's when you read it and it's in the like Roman numeric like the Roman alphabet that I'm like fuck you like if I see like Chinese characters or even Russian where they have just like a different what is that one like the Syrian I don't know what it is like the Syrian alphabet mm-hmm. but it's Arabic different and stuff. characters yeah. Arabic like mm-hmm. I'm like okay it's that thing with like okay so my mouth should not be able to pronounce these and that's fine like i need to learn the the difficulty is going to be higher okay but when i see it in the roman <laughs> when i see a y and a w together i'm just saying though i'd be like you I are respect, i have respect messing with i have respect <laughs> for it like you said college you want to learn my language you want me to translate I'm going to give you some BS. <laughs> Try me. <laughs> and I, I appreciate that. You're here for the petty. Okay, so we're in, we're in chapter 12. <laughs> 20 minutes in, haven't even started. Welcome to Wizard Team. <laughs> um, so self-mesmer lists and Brie and all of the first year pages are able to see again. They are in what they call the chapel, which is a circular slat colored stone slab in the middle of a clearing in the forest i said this is some children of the corn shit this is also like the fact that their brie is in the middle as a black person is in the middle of a forest the only surrounded by white people you don't ever want to be in robes where anything is in any white people in robes nobody knows where you are nobody who nobody knows this isn't even nobody outside of here knows this isn't even a joke like people have been murdered in situations like this yeah Oh yeah. Nobody knows where you are. Recently, no nobody who cares you about you knows where you are. Lord you don't Davis know where you are. And do so we trust knows, that man? And he's trying to kill. He's definitely trying to murder you. So openly trying to murder you. Other some of some other ones. Well, you know what, Alice? Covertly you know what Alice trying to murder to do? you. Alice needs to tell Mr. Matthews. She needs to tell Mr. Matthews that she needs to put some air um some air, air tags. tags. <laughs> air tags. Air tags. I was thinking that. Some I was air like, tags on Brie at all times. When like, we get to I the need, point, I need, just send me some air tags so I can pop them on Brie's stuff. When we get to the and part we, where some Brie, kind of way we don't know where Brie returns to his, her dorm and like 
Alice actually sees her after this whole thing. We'll get there. But, like, Alice sees, like, the aftermath of what's about to go down. And it's like, I was pissed, but now I'm just worried. Like, I'm just now terrified. I'm like, what? Now I'm scared. I was I like, feel like her, but I feel like her part of her being angry was her being like, oh yeah, concerned. yeah, yeah. Like, what is going on? But it was like, like that. What, it was what that is like going I'm on? worried anger of like it doesn't need to be. I don't. I shouldn't even have to be worried. You know what I mean? Like you should just know better than to put yourself in danger and myself in this level of anxiety. Now she's like, nah, man, nobody like, <laughs> like call the cops. Air. I don't know what to do. Air tags. Air tags, Air tags are the answer. Yeah. I would I would have straight up, yeah, and I don't believe in you know. Cause she don't be messing with her phone. Her phone could probably be on oh the ground. In the We're middle definitely of gonna get into that. Know. But you guys put air tags on her. Those are air tags. They are. We'll get there. But like, oh my god. Uh, okay, well, I'm just saying the answer to being in the middle of the woods, and not anyone knowing, is air tags, and not 100 percent battery life either, bitch. You were going to stake out, and understandably. This is escalated faster and quicker than. But you were on a stakeout without a hundred percent battery life, or you were planning to stake someone out without a hundred percent battery no life. And no aether, with all that aether out there, we don't know if that interacts with the the technology or not. So do you even have service? Bree is in she these deep woods. Y'all are trying to make adventure again. The last time she picked her <laughs> phone out was to tell her dad, or no? Yeah, was to be like, "Oh my bad, dad. I was supposed to text you and I didn't." I'll call you after class. And how she called him yet? She ain't called him back yet. No. She She ain't called him back yet. Oh, my goodness. Okay. So, she's able to see. They're in this circular slot clearing, Children of the Corn. Um, I like to think about, like, um, Stonehenge. You know, where it's just, like, nothingness and then, like, this thing that is obviously man-made. Yeah. But, like... How'd y'all get out here? How'd this get here? Who did this? I find it insane that no, I mean, I'm guessing magic that no one has just like stumbled upon this. I'm guessing like, slave labor. I, well, no, 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 not the building of it. I'm saying that no one in like found it. UNC not, or yeah, hasn't found this. Um, but I'm sure there has to be some way for like ether to just be like, you don't want to go over there. Like, you know, just like a Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm just like, I'm thinking like, I'm, yeah, I think it's magic to keep people away from it, but like. Yeah, so there are eight Legendborn, and then um, in robes, hiding their faces. Um, and then what she assumes is five veteran pages in gray robes. I'm thinking the Legendborn are in black robes. I forgot that they mentioned that in the last chapters, and I didn't retain it. And I didn't go back to double check, but I think it's black robes. Um, and then Lord Martin Davis in, deep crim- in a deep crimson robe. Um, Cell drops down out of nowhere. And I will he's say, also in like, a black robe. I was on one, like, this pretty much entire time until, like, the last three chapters of this book. But um, the drama that he gives, especially in, like, these chapters, mm-hmm. I love it. Not gonna lie. Just kiss. <laughs> I gotta look up. Wait, I think I know. I think that they said, oh, I'm gonna look up real quick, which zodiac sign he was. And I was Isn't like, that's Scorpio? exactly right. No. Mm. Gemini. I don't know what any of that means, but I think he's a Gemini. He's, he's, he's one that causes a lot I think of Bree is in Scorpio. Drama. A lot of drama yeah. going on. Um, he he's a Gemini. He drops out of nowhere, and then these other like once born not no she's the only once born I think but no they're all no I don't know 
They, uh, all of them Everyone here. Everyone who's not a legend born is a once born. Yeah. Oh, right, right. Okay. But these pages is what I'm trying to say. Um, who are first mm-hmm. years, they haven't been to the ceremony before. Jump! Because they're like, where the fuck did he come from? <laughs> Bree, <laughs> notice, Bree, like, sees his movement and then, um, decides in this moment that she's going to have a stare down. And she's going to show him she's I... not scared. So... <laughs> I love it though because it's very petty. Like she's like, "You startled me. You scare me even." But I'm still who I'm I not am. Gonna, like, you ain't gonna, gonna, go, gonna get me. Like it's very like. <laughs> she just yeah. She's like, I know this will irritate him, even though he's terrifying. And yeah, it's very childlike. Like nana nana boo boo. Right. Like you ain't gonna get me. So she says though, I should follow Nick's rules. Rule number like one or two is be afraid of cell, right? Or just like um, don't even I should... don't even look at Cell. <laughs> don't stay away from him and be scared of the man. Like don't. It's not even like avoid Cell. It's like be afraid yeah. of that motherfucker. Be scared because he is scary. And... Treat him like the demon that he at like. Yeah. Like dude at like. <laughs> don't mess with demons is what Nick said. And the demon's name is Selwyn Kane. I'm pointing him out. That one. That one right there. He a demon. Don't mess with demons. I should follow Nick's rules. I should be afraid. Instead, I lift my chin from where I kneel, let defiance shine from my eyes. Even these tiny gestures are blood in the water, but I don't care. I have to also add, Nick's like first two rules are like, be afraid of cell and then do not draw attention to yourself. We've already, we've already said that one is kind of futile because she's black in a sea of whiteness. She's wrong for that one, yeah. She don't have to draw attention to herself. Attention is drawn by her existence. And that's probably uh, one of the main ways Brie was like, sure, sir, whenever he said that he would protect her if if racism were to happen to her. She was like, sure, sir. He also told me to to be conspicuous, and I'm the only black person for miles. Hi. My name is conspicuous. Um, But a good way of drawing attention from the person you should be afraid of, Cell, Is to challenge to not be afraid. Because she's after Brie. Because after Brie is ready to jump off after the After Brie is party reckless in a way And will look that, a demon straight in the eye. After Brie is reckless in a way that I just don't, like, it doesn't compute. I don't know, you know, grief does things to different people in different ways, but, whew. Okay, so, Cell's looking at her, she looking at Cell. It's that P. Diddy... Oldham Beckham Jr. lookalike guy. <laughs> Gif all over again. And then Lord Davis gives the most pretentious and self-important speech in the world about vassals, pages, Merlin, Legendborn, and Regents. I'm not going to read it because it annoyed the fuck out of me having to actually read it. But <laughs> um, I will say that um, the Regents are the spine of this pretentious ass, annoying ass body. That is the order. Um, in this speech, I though, I'm like... given the state that Lord Davis is in towards the end of the chapter. Wait! No! Stop. No, that's actually hilarious. I didn't even think about that. Oops. Lord Davis is like head regent, and he's all over here talking about how regents are the spine and then his spine gets 
cracked open. <laughs> I read this and I was like, no wonder why Nick left. These white folks love the sound of their own voice. I would have left too. The first, my yes, first year, yeah, like when I when I hear like, y'all want me to be that, y'all want me to I'm be the head this? or whatever. Just when I hear our, I'm just only going to read like the first the first sentence of this. Our vassal friends and their contemporary fiefdoms are the order's lower limbs. I just said, I'm out. <laughs> so there was this moment when I went to IU, I went to Indiana University, and I decided I met this girl in class. It was my second year, and I really, we hit it off. I really liked her a lot. She was great. She was in a sorority. She was in one of the white sororities because our black sororities got kicked off the campus. I don't know. I didn't understand how that worked, but whatever. She was in a sorority, and she, you know, on Wednesdays, they were pink or whatever, but she wasn't stereotypical sorority girl, right? And at, for like a minute there, I think we were, we, I don't know what, we had some sociology class together, and she became like one of my like really good friends. She was Asian. So it wasn't like, oh, she's just this white girl. You know what I mean? Like, she, whatever. And I was like, oh, so maybe my stereotypes about sororities are wrong. And so she convinces me to rush. And she's like, we could be in the sorority together. It'd be so great. You have all these friends. You meet people, blah, blah, blah. My first day, I'm going on this tour thing. And I walk into a sorority. And they start, and it's a bunch of blonde and they may not all have been blonde, but they were all white. And they start singing and clapping and doing some carrying on. And I was like, I've seen those. I've seen those videos. <laughs> I have made a mistake. They I like don't think I get back. Like, I get here. The one? second day, I like I made it to the thing. Oh, oh! And then I finally got to her. So I went through like four of these singing, clapping skit. There were skits, y'all. Oh, there were like dances. There was, you know. <laughs> I don't know. Not every you can't sorority see it is the podcast, but and I say not every sorority. I mean the black ones. The black ones. These are the, ones these are are the white. These were the white pan Hellenic or whatever. These were those people, right? You meet one person and you think, oh, okay, so maybe I'm being stereotypical and judgmental, and maybe I was, but I was also correct. So I finally get to her sorority. <laughs> I've gone through like four or five of these things. So this is the first afternoon. We're this two. It's a weekend of this. I went. I came home early. I left California to go back to Indiana early. Oh, cut Wait, my summer this, trip. Was this friend? Was this friend impressed by these clappity clacks? I don't, girl. She was I don't in know it already, kids. right? She was already in it. She she joined her freshman year. Oh. I'm a sophomore now. I see her, and I'm like, okay, it's worth it. Okay, this is the one that if I am going to go through all the thing, this is what I'm going to join. You know, I got my bestie here. And so I go up to her to hug her and be like, you don't know what I, what I suffer. And she's like, oh, we can't hug. And I was like, what do you mean? He's like, mm, excuse me, what do you mean? I need a hug, right? I need a hug. You don't know. I just went through a clippity-clappy and, and, and skits and, and <laughs> whatever's. She's like, well, we can't hug because that's against the rules or whatever. And I was like, okay, I'm out. I don't think I came back the second day. I probably should have packed up my shit and went back to California and finished out my last week of summer vacation. But the point of that story, that horror story is. It sounds like Get Out, the sorority. <laughs> it was. It was Get Out before Get Out. It was. It was, there was, there was no. And I'm starting to think that those are very smart and planned <laughs> because there's no way I wasn't going back. I was not going back the second day. Right. I don't give, I know I'm out. 
And I feel like if Bree hadn't just pulled Nick through all this shit, the minute he started talking about limbs and fiefdoms, I'm actually surprised. It's the way they they caught they they get these they get these children at birth and be propagandizing them because there is no I'm surprised not a single soul was like, you know what? Never mind. Erase yeah. my memory now. It's rich, I'm it's, a go. It's, it's, it's either rich white folk or aspirational white <laughs> uh, rich white folk. So and they're very they're like, we'll go along with this. You know, but it's something that's like it's something that's gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna come way. up. Um both in this chapter and our next one. Um, for those of y'all who yeah. don't know, we're double recording, so we're recording two episodes today. <laughs> so we know what's about to be talked about next episode too. Um, is like it's really interesting because obviously we, you know, Bree just comes in with the least Nothing. amount of information Nothing. possible. Um, but like the way that this is like written or the way that it's kind of structured is like you see the the like zealotry and like the like everyone is very entrenched in this world and it's very like there's all this like pageantry and it's very it's like a cult it's very like it's cultish just extra and weird and whatever and every even the like people that you like and who seem cool are like bought into this system and so you see that and it's very strange at the, at the same time they do serve a real purpose because there are monsters out like trying to <laughs> so it's like very interesting to like see both sides of like not that necessarily this particular not that the order is the only people who could fight the demons and whatever and like that's the only structure that could work but just like you see how the structure or you like learn how this how this like organization was built you see what they're responding to and like it's very easy to see how it can like folks can be bought in like can buy into it especially when most of them are brought in at a very young age yeah, and I and I think too, it, there's a lot of it that I think, like when as we get to know William more, even like he's basically, like, I think a lot of them also like understand that it's cultish, and understand even the ways in which they've been trained since birth. I think is how they say it in like a way that if you like really stopped and thought, you'd be like, yeah, this a lot of this was like hoisted or foisted upon us, but then they also see the demons. <laughs> Right, um, so they're like it's worth it, or they and like, they lean in. Yeah, yeah, they just kind of make their peace with like all the pageantry and all of that stuff. And like, I feel like too, in a certain way, it's kind of thought of as the payment, right? You do this, you sacrifice. It is a sacrifice mm-hmm. of your childhood, and for and we're about to see like how big of a sacrifice it is for some of them that have been awakened. Um, and in return, you get some power and some money and some and prestige. And, like, a part of that prestige is going through this. But also, like, if you, the pomp and, the, the pomp and ceremony of it all can be annoying to some people. But some people love the idea yeah. of being lauded. Absolutely. All, of this extra, all these extra bells and whistles. Like, that's, like, that's part of the, like, the drama <laughs> of it all mm-hmm. is what is intriguing to them. Right. And it's also, it, like, reminds me so much as we're talking about, like, cults and these. It gives, like so many things in the world give like Ponzi scheme. Like so many things are set up in the, like MLMs, cults, <laughs> sororities and fraternities, mm-hmm. some of them. Um, like all these different like groups or whatever, some religions, they give Ponzi scheme. Yes. 
for sure. There's always going to be someone who benefits from the top of the pyramid, and there's everyone else who's trying to get there. Yep. Um, and this yep. is definitely has that flavor, and we'll get more into that as well. Um, but then Martin da- or Lord Davis tells all of the firstborn pages to state their name and families, and we get a lot of um, Lewis Wallace Dunbar, son of Richard Calvin Dunbar, vassal to the line of Owen. This one, Von Ledford Schaefer the Fourth, <laughs> son of Von Ledford Schaefer the Third, vassal to I the line. I don't know what it is about you saying that, but it's giving <laughs> Key and Peele skit whenever they come through with all this basketball player names. Von Lavandres. Lavandres. <laughs> Uh, Lavandria is the fourth um, and then when it gets to Bree's turn she's only able to say her name and then she's like who do I say so she says her father <laughs> Brianna Irene Matthews daughter of Edwin Simmons Matthews she doesn't have a vassalage she doesn't have a line and and they hiss at and her they, about to they say. hiss and then she hears hissing and tittering and um Lord Davis, in a way, I have a hard time. I forgot that they kind of try to set him up as like a heroy voice of reason, like benevolent. acceptance, benevolent person, because he is not that, y'all. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Spoiler heavy. This man but is also, the villain. You get that hint right when you meet him, when he how he treats Cell. Like you already yeah. know that like, he's playing this. Like at the time, because Cell's on one, you're like he he does need to get checked, but. Uh, Davis is not the one who needs to be checking him. Like, he needs to get checked by his peers. He does not need to get checked by this yeah. man. So he said, he warns him about hubris, and um, do not fall prey to hubris. Affiliation with this order is not equivalent to sworn fealty. Indeed, Tennyson said, man's word is God in man. I am annoyed every time he opens his mouth during this <laughs> whole ceremony, so just so y'all know. It is <laughs> it's so like, pretentious. It's like the, you know, the scales of like, he stood up for Bree, but also he did it in the at what most cost? annoying way possible. <laughs> like, obnoxious. He is highly obnoxious. At what cost? And, <laughs> but you know he's been waiting all year long to pontificate thing on this occasion. The first thing he sees Nick is like, quote, is it, didn't he quote Tennyson or some other, yeah! like, other, like, scholar? Yeah. He's like, bro. Something. Please. Just he's say hi. very tired. And this is your child. Like, this is your child. You like you can't connect with your child without saying like what are you? Who I are mean, you? Brie immediately is like <laughs> Brie immediately is like something in this family is broken to the core. It's rotting. <laughs> <laughs> you're you you haven't seen you're, you're welcoming your son back by quoting Tennyson. Okay, something is dead. It's wrong. <laughs> <Mildew>. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I do think that like, and Brie like kind of mouths her thanks or says a silent thank you to him. Um, two things. He's he's right-ish in that there's going to be this like tournament type of thing to choose who is going to become the, the squires, and your line doesn't actually help you. Like how many your vassalage or all that shit doesn't really. Um. I mean, it kind of plays a role. Nick says this whole thing is rigged, but, like, in general, they want you to believe it's a meritocracy and it doesn't really matter. 
Um, Isn't that every system they've created? It is. That, like, it doesn't actually work as a meritocracy, but they want you to they, believe. They want you to believe. And in general, I think it is a meritocracy to those who meet the standard to get in to do the thing. You know what I mean? Like, okay, even then it's once still a we make you... Scheme. It's still a pyramid scheme. It's still a pyramid scheme. Once we make no you matter jump what, through all these hoops... End of the day? Once you're good enough on paper to meet this threshold, after everyone has met this threshold on paper, then those best rise from the top. Just bullshit in general, but like... But you don't rise to the top because the top has already been determined. Yes. The head is already determined. <laughs> And also the ones that go underneath the like it's a pyramid, <laughs> so you're never going to go past where you're not already ready to go. Like if your family name is in the seventh line, then that's where you're going, honey. That's it. Um, Nothing that you do merit wise will get you up higher than that. That's where you're going. So we, <laughs> um, so we go through all of this stuff, and then all of the legend born who have nominated these first year pages um start to stand in front of them and help them take their oaths nick um <laughs> announces i just <laughs> his the way that he said like so they're going through right and so um fitz comes up and says um or lord davis says uh Tonight you make an oath to us, and through your legend-born sponsor, the order makes one to you. And so Fitz comes up and says, The penalty for breaking this vow is total mesmer and excommunication to the darkness of unknowing, never to return to the light. Do you bind yourself still? I, these names, y'all. Fitz Simmons Solomon Baldwin. Sion of the line of boards, accept your oath on behalf of our ancient order and welcome you to service. We grant you sight so that you may see the world illuminated for as long as your heart be true. And then Sel does some stuff, some ether flies up in the air, and then they go down the line, right? So we get to Brianna. I just want to say that the way that they clasp their, like, arms yeah. over this, like, wooden thing is giving me that gift where it's, like, the black man and the white man, like, clasping <laughs> arms. Like, that's what I'm getting. Man, <laughs> <laughs> I had to write that down. Uh, I know. Coming to it. Coming to an Instagram near you. Um, I will also say, big ups to Brie for remembering this oath. After only hearing true. it four I, times, I would because I've been like, somebody's gonna have to feed this to me. Yeah, I, I kept waiting for like, so I can recite it back up to you. I kept waiting for her to say, I stare at Nick as he mouths the words back to me as I literally. Whatever. So, so Brianna gives her oath. She's a little bit worried, right? Um, Nick digs his fingers into her flesh deep enough to leave marks because that's that pain is how she broke the last mesmer. So he's trying to help her like circumvent this oath i must admit i still don't really understand how this works but let me let me do I this think, part and then we can go back to the map well, i think it I works think because she's author yeah i think she's arthur so it doesn't matter no just, but I think, gonna work. I think what it is is like the pain helps her focus because she obviously doesn't know that she has like magic at all right so it's like mm-hmm. and a lot of her magic is but I think like it, we're gonna see later like it's suppressed that's what after brie is is like she's suppressing it and so i think that 
it just like helps it like helps it break free in a way um so her own magic is how she's able to like fake this break it yeah like it's able yeah especially because she can she already like the whole point of the oath is that it gives them the sight she can already see she already has so she doesn't need the oath um also the oath will harm her because she's not actually here for like the reasons that everyone else is so she can't be like you know what i mean like they they're like you can't actually do it because it'll read that you don't know what you're doing or not you're not here for you're not bought into this whole thing yeah um i don't think they're aware because we we know they're not aware but i think because the oath is in service to arthur and she is arthur she's fine probably like she's of the bloodline of arthur like no matter what happens like even if like she's in service to arthur because she is she hadn't gotten prodded it probably would have just went, it just would have worked anyway right. because she's Arthur. But she doesn't, she's yeah, herself. but because she, yeah, they but she don't know that, knows. they're like, okay, we're going to figure out this other way to... Yeah, and the magic it. does, like, kind of wash over her, so I don't think that the oath took in general, but yeah. um, I also the pain is say what, just, so you're saying... Yeah, I, I think the pain is what helps her kind of, like, focus, retain her, yeah. Um, I will, I also, again, like, shout out, like, Nick is very... As little as they have, like, been able to discuss, debrief, plan together, like, he's really, he's really somebody who says when he's in, he's like, I meant that shit. <laughs> yeah. But the man that he, he stutters, the man does have a moment where he's like, oof, let me get it. No, no, okay. no, no, I think, so, no, I but I don't even think part, it's that. Yeah. I, I don't think the stutter is about not being down for Brie and like what they're doing. I think the stutter no, is like, I Brie. can't believe it's about I'm back this here. oath for, I can't yeah. believe I'm, yeah. he's like, I, I really have to say, I don't even think it was this. He's like, he's like, it's like, he's like, he's like swallow, like the, everything he's, his words, anywhere that he said that he was like, I'm never coming back here. I'm not doing mm-hmm. this. Like, and he's got, he's got to swallow his own like commitment to not being here. He has to like, he has to sit, like this whole time, He's been like going with emotions, but now he's actively got to be like, oh, I'm claiming this. Movie. Yeah, I'm here. Right. And now, he's doing it for her. In this moment. And they only met yesterday. Yesterday? Sorry. Okay. I... Okay, wait, wait. Every time you say yesterday, I just keep thinking about the gospel song. Yesterday. <laughs> so, sorry. Okay, so this isn't going to work. The oath will know that I'm lying. They're all going to know. Right. So the Nick. Nick's pulse leaps against his throat. It takes him two attempts to begin speaking. I, Nicholas Martin Davis, he releases a harsh breath. I see him just, all right, here you go. <laughs> I got this. I, I got can do this. it. I, Nicholas Martin Davis, scion and heir of King Arthur Pendragon of Britain, the son of Uther Pendragon, wielder of Caldefulch. Fuck. <laughs> Just keep going. Just keep going. The blade of Excalibur and the first ranked of the round table in the Shadowborn Holy War accept your oath on behalf of our ancient order. And then Nick watches the shock travel through me with sad, weary eyes. This is where Rihanna was like, hey, Robin, remember how you said that might be last episode was the only time you'd probably ever bench me? Let's think about it. Why didn't you tell me? <laughs> the question through my eyes and he flinches. You said you didn't like, bitch. You did not give him the time. You didn't ask no real questions. Even what's her name? Uh, uh, when when Greer asked, 
what do you think about Arthur? You know, what do you, you know? think about Arthur? You didn't think to ask. I mean, obviously you couldn't ask them, but like when y'all were, you were with Nick alone for a minute. You could have been like, hey, yeah. so they mentioned something about Arthur. And also like, like also Arthur, he, Arthur's she, artwork? Like Arthur who? We also who find out about? a little bit later, but she, he's given her his pendant coin thing. If she flipped that bitch around, there's a dragon on it. But the I, signs I, the same were time, there. She was not computing. She thought she she thought she was being sneaky. She thought she yeah. was on stealth mode, and she was like, "Oh yeah, 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 I'm in here. I'm hype. I'm hype. I got it. I got it. Yes, let's go." She that's what she was concerned like, about. She was not it's like picking up any clues. It's like when you but the fact that something. she even fixes her and, and gives her credit that pretty quickly, she's like, "I have no standing to be mad at this man." But the fact that her initial reaction is like, tell me. "I'm like, why did didn't you, you tell me?" You didn't ask questions. Why didn't you gonna be here? Oh, on whose side? Why is on everybody? Who? Why'd you tell him your ass was gonna go knocking on the door of the lodge? Hmm? Why'd you tell him that? She like, like Bree really needs to be effing for real because she went into the classroom. Mm-hmm. That was the one time she sought this man out on non like lodge territory, and like, get, why couldn't he have had at least caught you after where you were? Why hadn't you get the time to catch him right after he walks out to class and just bug him? Y'all could have time to But also, didn't, she didn't really give him a chance to speak. She was just like, I know what's going on. Catch up. You want main character energy? You go get main character energy, Bree. Here we go. This is crazy. <laughs> I love her, but wow. It's, just, it's, like, it's like, as like reading these chapters is so funny because she came in with so much confidence. And then shit immediately turns, to, it just pops off. And then she's realizing, oh, I don't know shit. I'm just, I'm just here. Maybe I should have, maybe today. I should have listened to Nick a little bit more. She gonna learn today. You know, we're all pro never listen to a, a man, a white man. No, <sighs> but sometimes. When you're stepping in the world where he's the only person that you, you don't even notice. You just met this man. He's the only person you know. Every once in a while. In okay, place. wait, keep going because it gets even worse. Okay, yes, sorry. So, so then, um, no one notices that the oath of fealty didn't take or give her sight. Um, no one notices her at all, which, hey, look at you following one rule of one of Nick's roles. Cell mm-hmm. looks drunk. Eyes half-lidded, unfocused, cheek slush, mouth parted and panting. He drags his tongue over his lower lips. He over here drunk. Witty is celebrating. Everyone's up and being like, we did it, we did it, we did it. And then um, da- Lord Davis calls us to order. Let us close with the solemn pledge for our eternal order. And then Felicity aka flick drops um with a like hands on her temple she's screaming um russ dashes to her side felicity flick i also want to say i love the nickname flick um i hate it As someone who enjoyed the American Girl Felicity series, and then they're like, oh, her nickname is Flick. I would be like, how dare you take a majestic name like Felicity and give us some dang Flick. Get out of here. Keep That's it. one thing I like. I will say about white, white culture that I do very much enjoy is their nicknames. 
like William, Bill, Richard, Dick. <laughs> like, you went from okay, and then Peggy and then if they're Margaret, and then right. if they're how do, how do Peggy from Margaret, and then if they're rich and like some yeah. like Muffy title, yeah, Dottie. uh, pom pom, all the all that shit. I love it. I love it to death. Duffy, um. Anyway, so Felissa drops, um, and Wait, then... Wait, I, I want you to read the one thing that I feel like is a foreshadowing to what's gonna... When the shadows part. When the shadows rise, so will the light. When the blood is shed, blood will call. By the king's table, for the order's might. By our eternal oaths, the line is law. Tennyson wrote that shit, didn't he? Or wordsmith, wordsworth. Possibly. Maybe Davis is like. I feel like it foreshadows, you know, our uh, yeah. ancestor. That's his shit. <laughs> yeah. Who was it? T. S. Eliot was the one who wrote the uh, uh, Sword in the Stone. Oh, okay, so maybe it's Eliot. One of them. Maybe it's Eliot. Um, one of them. Pop the air. Old but white. I, was, I think it foresh- I think that foreshadows that like chapter. Like it foreshadows um, Bree and how she ascends. Oh. Because when. When the shadows, when the blood is shed, and that's when she ascends. True. Mm. And line is law for her family. Yeah. When the shadows rise, so will the light. Just like mm. all the lies mm. of these people, then the truth rises oh, and breathes. Okay, I see what you're doing there, Portia. Oh, oh look at her. She's smart. She uh, she's an intellectual. Tracy did, it. Tracy did it. I picked up on it. Yeah. I was like, I see. You were picking up what Tracy was laying down. Intellectuals <laughs> abound. So, um, Flick says in a deep, masculine voice, not her own. Though I may fall, I will not die, but call on blood to live. And then she collapses in a crumpled heap. Brie is over here like, what the fuck is that? What the fuck is going on? <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. Like, like, like it's is crazy. It, it's she goes, she goes from, like now she goes from learning like she knew magic existed in this world, right? It's not like that's yeah. the reason why she's here. She's not just here thinking that they're just, you know, over here making oaths and saying real pretentious lines and whatever. But then to actually see somebody awaken after you just found out that your dude, your only in into this place is literally like the head honcho. And then you see like this awakening. Like I would be already, I'm terrified. I'm like, you know what? That SpongeBob like meme where he's like in that like- Oh yeah, Mr. Krabs. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) What the fuck is going on? Uh, Insane. So then um, we find out that Felicity who is, is awakened by Lam- Sir Lamarock. She is fourth ranked. And so the Nick starts to question Lord Davis, like how the fuck is the fourth ranked getting awakened? When did the fifth rank get awakened? He is in like the Western chapter or the, or the different chapter, I believe. Is that him or is that Pete? Who we don't really know. No, no it's, no, it's, it's the dude in another chapter. Okay, so the it's dude in another chapter. Split. Yeah, so there, there's like a, they're the southern chapter. There's an eastern, western, and northern chapter, but they all seem to be in like the colonial. You know, they, there's no there's no chapter in California. Right. So Lord Davis is like, now's not the time. We're not talking about this. Yeah, she's awakened. Um, and Nick is like, no, we discussed this here. Why did Lambert call her? Why now? 
Um, and I, I will say, like, I, I like it's interesting because, like, obviously Nick is the one who's like, what the fuck? And, but it's a good question because if your fifth ranked is getting called and your first rank is just out here playing cricket, like, shit is Yeah. Like, <laughs> in his head, like, he doesn't want to be here, but I think also in his head he's like, this isn't something you would think Y'all to, just like, out here letting me. say that, like, niggas is getting awoke, like, what he was going on here. <laughs> right, and this is something that I think is be... really interesting because um, I was thinking a lot about this because we find out that Nick is actually second ranked, he's Lancelot, and Bree is so first ranked. And we were... Right, so he's even closer, but also, um, also spoiler heavy, Lord Davis is the one out here making sure this shit is going up. But he is going like he can he can renounce all he wants to, right? But he's a legendborn. And this I was thinking about this a lot when we were talking last episode about like what would we what would have happened if Bree wouldn't have just, you know, rigged James on the order's couch the way that she did <laughs> and actually like stopped and learned some things and like we were saying like she's this still would have happened because she would have been awakened she just wouldn't have been as immersed in the order um beforehand and when you think of it that way and you think about the fact that these higher ranked um scions are being awakened it makes nick's like denouncement really futile because he can't actually Denounce. But he didn't know that. But he didn't know that. No, he, he didn't doesn't. Know that his father was over here. He doesn't know that. Make, like forcing these, and he and they hadn't had an awakening of this nature happen since seventeen seventy five. So he did not have yeah, any and- any reasoning in his mind where he was even close to thinking like, oh, no matter what, I'm going to get awakened right. because he doesn't know he's right. And I and I and I understand that. But what I'm saying is that like, you get the sense because he doesn't know how close this this is to him or these awakenings are happening and in like quote unquote peacetime and we'll learn more from William like maybe the like you know there's 13 lines like maybe up until like the seventh line they usually get awoken because of just regular degular demon shit right um William is 11th ranked which makes sense I would think he would be like 12th or 13th rank because even He's with regular killer, demon like, shit you need a healer right you need you yeah. need someone who can like fix this stuff and so he to him like renouncing is a dumb thing and he even talks about like the people who are talking about the the rankings and all of that it's like i forget you call it blasphemy or something not blasphemy but something like that dishonorable because for him Awakening is just something that he's going to accept. It's inevitable, right? But I think the other reason why Nick is so turned off by the order, and we talked about this, he he kind of alludes to like that you get all of this power and prestige and and not with with less risk. Um, And most of these like high ranked people have not been awoken in centuries. Is like I don't want to do all this pomp and circumstance shit. Just and I don't life. actually. I'm not actually doing anything. Like, I'm not fighting. I'm not, you're, right. you're talking about. But also doesn't want to be really. awoken either. Like I don't want that either. Like right. I don't want to have no. Like I don't think. And I don't think that anyone like really. 
I mean, some like bloodthirsty, glory hungry people might want to be awoken. They just want to fight. They just here to fight. To be honest, let's be honest. <laughs> tour, um, tour, right? But I think mostly he's like, I don't want to be a part of all this pomp and circumstance and this order that I do not like how it's set up and do not agree with how you guys are doing these things. And I don't want to get all of this praise for something that's never going to happen. <laughs> like, like it's to the point now where like Callum, Calamine or whatever it's called. <laughs> Camline? It's almost, it's almost fictional to them. And we, we see this in an argument after, um, in the next couple chapters of like, that's the story that they tell to like scare people. And now. It's like Ragnarok. Exactly. Right. <laughs> Ragnarok. It's just like, it's a, it's a myth it's a legend it's never actually going to happen don't don't live your life planning for this thing to happen right and so now nick is confronted with oh shit the fourth fourth rank has been awoken i'm first ranked i'm getting really close like there's actually a lot of danger and then i just brought in this chick who is a like a straight up Molotov cocktail and all this shit, which is fine. He doesn't even know if she's a mo- in theory of like, yeah, William's here, and there's a couple of like easels that'll skip through the gates or whatever, and we'll have all of this time to figure out what's happening to your mama or what happened to your mama. But now he's like, oh no, we we about to go to war. <laughs> Good lord. Um, but I also feel like like. Uh, not to be on his father's side, but Nick this whole time has said that he don't want to be here. And so when was he, when was his dad supposed to tell him that the Western guy had like a sin, like had been awoken? Like what was that supposed to have, conversation supposed to happen? Cause Nick doesn't want anything to do with it. He doesn't want to have any conversations about it. He doesn't want to know nothing about it. So when was he going to say, hey Nick, guess what? He going home guy over there. He going to run him down the way the Bree, the way the Bree walked into his class I'm talking about. Shadowborn, Legendborn. But, but I'm saying <laughs> he could have walked in and he could have been like, "Fifth is awoke." But Nick don't want it. Nick said he didn't want it. So why would he tell Nick? Because he wants Nick to want it. Yeah, I mean, I think there's also a difference between like, like I said earlier, like he doesn't want to do it in general. But if Camlan is coming, if he's gonna be awoken, I think he expects to be notified. Yeah, you know, um, okay. Like, I think that's the thing, though. Like, it's like he whenever he, I wish we were flying the wall for whenever he had this conversation with his father, because what was the conversation where he was like, "I'm Bennett, don't put me in it," kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like when and unless they was like, unless it was like, what was the? I don't think there was an unless for there. Nick, but I do think that like it's very easy to walk back past. Nick and say I forget what the other the, the fifth line's name is it's somewhere but like to say like Lamerick called and said what up because <laughs> the Nick is like oh shit oh for real like he knows all of these things you don't have to like be like please son come over and let's have tea and talk it out like you can literally just confront him in the middle of campus and be like we need you back fit, or the, whatever and I think he yeah would. fifth yeah or or not even we want you back but like the fifth line ranked is woken up what you gonna do now you still sitting out you know what i mean <laughs> i just like, feel it's I just funny it, to I, me because i think i feel like for the long game i feel like he wants nick to feel like he has no other choice 
And so I could see him like waiting until it is um, when Felicity gets hit or whatever. So Nick learns like naturally. Yeah. I could see this being in the long mm-hmm. game for him. No, I think that um, that's a hundred percent was. I think that's a hundred percent was Dave's plan His was plan. to not tell yeah. him. Nick and Felicity go to the same school. He would find out that she got awoken. Yeah. Like it's not he would like have to find out. he would have yeah. found out anyway. It's but yeah. it's the fact that it happens and he's there and he sees it like Nick doesn't know that that's the plan you know what I mean so on from his perspective he's like why would you not tell? And, and he's not that but I'm me. saying to no Nick when would you knew. expect this man to tell you well, that's his like, dad why he can find him at any, to, in any moment you know what I mean it's not like they're like but why would he tell you when you say you don't want to do it because there's magic involved and if he, and he doesn't want to do it if he like, gets awakened like he has to right. do something he can't just that's what we, and that's what I'm saying is that like you can say in theory, I don't want to do this when it's when when what you're doing, what you're being asked to do is all pomp and circumstance and right, giving speeches not... and showing your face. And it's not actually being awoken and fighting demons. But once it becomes to the fact that like, like it's William exactly said, like they don't have a choice. They're born into this. Like the inheritance is inherited. Like it is in their blood. And so you accept it. And you go on because there's what else are you gonna do? You can be mad about it, and we can see like Bree is Bree is tussling with Arthur. In in her mind, they just fighting back and just knocking each other. But the man is awake and in her head. You know what I mean? Like all of a sudden, she she and Camelot. She she went she went to sleep, took a nap. She had the itis, ate too much, took a nap, woke up in Camelot. Like you you don't really have a choice. It's it, it's yeah. in your blood. So I. I I get it. I just think it's funny from a standpoint of like, oh, so now you mad? Like you said, you didn't want them to do with it, but now you mad? Okay, sure, yeah, all right, yeah. that's there's, there's, there's yeah. some like petty side of it for sure. But also, sure. I get it. And on I was Nick's gonna side, also say like, like, you know what this is. Like, if I'm about to, you try. If me. there's a yeah. real situation, yeah. like Nick is very noble and like all you know, all those mm-hmm. things. So like. Yeah, on a regular Tuesday, nah, he doesn't want anything to do with it. But if it's like real I feel like he's even you see with Bree like he's just like all right I'll step up I'll do it I just picture I just picture Nick pre um pre Bree um whenever he's being approached about coming back to the order and being like get someone else to do it like the like the I don't it's like a TikTok sound get somebody else to do it like I don't talk to me get someone else to do it um, and now it's funny that he's like in a place like he knows that he can't do it but he has no no one else can do it but he's like confronted with the fact of like oh it's on yeah, yeah. so he's like and I, and I think that's like for me the funniest part is that like Nick is now being confronted with the fact that this is not hypothetical it's you know it's coming um and he's brought Bree in <laughs> It's like, oh, and shit. I think yeah. like we, we um, definitely need to wrap up because we're, we're like still have two more chapters to discuss but I also think it helps in the fact that like not that he would blame Brie for bringing him back but like there's no reason to because again it's a situation yeah. where it would have happened anyway it would have happened it's just the way that it happened is different yeah so Cell um, so Russ is so Flick is on the floor talking like now she you know Lamerick is in her head. She's a, has collapsed. Cell says, I'm faster. He picks her up and runs her back to the lodge um, and back to, I'm guessing, William to No, help William's, out. William's there. William's there. So she yeah. just runs her back because I guess after you get awoken, you then take a nap. 
you just gonna you gonna like, have, yeah. what, are you, what are you healing like this is what you've been waiting for so you yeah you're not you healing it's out. not like you're in it's just like yeah injured it's just a, like, gotta, i guess it's a shock to your system and you gotta yeah re- your 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 psyche and your mind and body have to now incorporate this centuries old dead night into yeah. your you're sharing your body with another well i think it's slightly fantastic. different because i think like the way that brie and arthur interact is in part because of um like her. the blood like her separate like blood crafting and stuff from her mm-hmm. mom's side or like you know like what was done to bind them to each other like they don't hear their nights and stuff in their head they just get their like parts of their personality and their like uh abilities but it's not like they're they have somebody they're talking to in the yeah. way that like Brie has has arthur in her head um or eventually well, will spoilers eventually. <laughs> <laughs> um so so Cell and Felicity take off running. Nick is questioning his dad about like how this how he let this happen. And just as everyone is in shock and and freaking out a little bit, they see a hellhound. And now all hell is breaking loose. Yeah. And that again, this is chapter twelve. Crash course for Bree. Wizard Team is back for a new season, and with that comes a few changes. The one we're most excited about, other than reading Legendborn by Tracy Dion, is that the Patreon chat is back. Support our work by becoming a BNC baddie at any tier, and you'll be able to watch us record live weekly, have your thoughts included on the podcast, and interact with other baddies. Go to patreon.com slash blacknerdscreate to join. All right, so chapter 13, the Legendborn immediately are in, like, battle formation, right? Like, Lord Davis is their commander. He's like, y'all do this, this, and this. They're not, like, kids. Like, they are kids, but they're not that anymore, right? They've been trained since they were young. They know what they're doing. Most of them have fought um, these demons before. Like, they get the the pages are told to leave immediately because they may know how to fight or whatever, but, like, they don't know the battle formations and the all that stuff right um they're not included in the battle they're not included in the, exactly they, they just got here they don't they're not even yeah. squires or whatever so like they it's just again it's it's it's, it's so real now and it's like back to back it's like before you kind of everything is very theoretical um and so yeah, so we have, like, the Awakened Scions are sent to the front, the non-Awakened to the back, um, which seems like, at first you're like, damn, it's only three of them, they gotta be front lines, whatever, but, and, but then, it, it becomes very clear really, like, easily, or really quickly, just, like, why this is the case. Um, I'm gonna read this, like, passage real quick. I think, like, the whole book, but especially these scenes are, like, so cinematic, and it makes me want, like, an adaptation, like, a visual adaptation so bad. I just just assume there's gonna be an adaptation because of how cinematic it is. Yeah, like, it's just, it it would lend itself so well to the screen, um, whether that's, like, a movie, a TV show, whatever, like, um, so it says, with the whooshing sound of a back draft, Mage Flame appears in each of the three boys' palms, 
It circles in a smoky whirlpool, then climbs up their arms like iridesc iridescent snakes. In between one second and the next, the ether solidifies into weapons in their hands. Fitz and Evan hold identical shining swords. The mage flame climbs their bot climbing their bodies isn't done. Oh, sorry, no, I skipped the thing. Um, so Fitz and Evan hold identical shining swords. The gentle-faced boy, that's William, um, holds two glowing daggers the length of my forearms. But the mage flame climbing their bodies isn't done. I watch breathless as it flows over their shoulders and legs, solidifying into gleaming plates of silver. Ether crawls up their throats and falls across their sternums until it becomes chainmail. On their arms, the smoke hardens into terrifying gauntlets. Armor. Ether armor. First of all, that shit is dope as fuck. <laughs> it reminds Just me like, a little bit of um, the nanobots from, if you think about Iron Man, and they did yeah, like, yeah, when he taps the thing and yeah. then it just stops, or like, or, or even Black Panther too, like, yeah, it just comes oh, on. Also, um, what is it, Baymax? What is that one? Oh, um, uh, Big Hero 6? Yeah, no, it's just like, it's very dope. Like, it makes you want to, like, it's one of those moments I could see, like, everybody just, like, screaming in a movie theater is, how, is what that gives me. But you can also see, like, the you can see the flow coming together, like, snap, 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 boom. Yeah, exactly. Shield. Everything is just, like, coming on, and then it zooms out, and they're like, no, I would lose my shit. Um, and then the camera zooms around them when they're in formation and just, like, goes around in a circle, and you're like, yeah. Yeah. That's Imagine. It. Like, anyway, it's really dope. Um, obviously, Brie is terrified and can't exactly uh, why she appreciate. Why again, she so she gets she's stuck. But again, I think there's also like it's one of those situations where it's like, girl, what are you doing? But also, I get it on the other hand of like the pay the other pages have presumably they at least they they are just now seeing um, like hellhounds and stuff probably for the first time because they weren't able to like they didn't have the site like they just got the site, but they're more entrenched in this world, right? They know if they get an order from Lord Davis that they need to follow it. They know that there's, da you know what I mean? There's like all these things they have. That was gonna be, that was gonna be my secondary question, but I feel like you answered it. I'm like, why didn't one of them catch her? But they're so they're soldier, so, like, I yeah, take care they're of, just like, like okay, they said we gotta they're not, go. They're so regimented. We're out. Yeah, which means, I feel like, and that's how that shows you the lack of uh, thought in their training where they don't think to care about their fellow person enough to be like if your if your fellow is like fault is like not, you don't see them moving make sure you get them moving you know what i mean like no, they like, don't have an evacuation plan training. it's a like y'all said to go okay we out and like Bree is stuck because she has, has not, not been this shit before too like right like she again she yeah. just got here so it's not even like a she's not staying because she feels like she can do something she's here because she's stuck She's like, I never seen no shit like this before. This is crazy. I think that's and, another reason why training also, works the way that it does, because training reinforces you. Like even if you get stuck for a moment, like your training will kick exactly. in because it's like muscle memory. Like your like your brain auto does. That. I also think yeah. that it's like I thought about this in terms of like for a minute I was like, Oh, I didn't realize that they already had the site or like they got the site as soon as that um, ceremony was over. But I was also a little bit shocked that there weren't more people who were stuck like Brie because yeah they know about these things but this is their first time actually seeing like a demon because they didn't have the sight before like the first years is what mm -hmm. I mean yeah. um yeah and then it also reminded me so much of Amari when 
Magnus is like, if you don't run, the difference is, <laughs> is that Brie was literally like in shock and stuck. Like she wasn't trying to fight. So, so she finally like, uh, well, Nick is like, what? why are you still here? You need to get to the lodge. Um, and so she's like, oh shit. But then realizes she don't know what the fuck she is. <laughs> Get back to the lodge. Everybody else is gone. She don't know how to get to. Where's the lodge? So again, Nick has the same thought because he. I met. I just. I messed with Nick. I love Nick, especially in this like moment of just like in her in her like in the chaos of this and in her just like learning all of this new information and just getting here. Like he does as well as he can with the situation that they're in. What he's got with what he's got to like help. Um, so he points her in the direction of the lodge. She takes off. Um, of course, then uh, she runs into... Too late. <laughs> She's way too late. So she runs into a demon. Love that for her. The demon. The demon. The demon the... that she was the... being accused exactly. of being. Exactly. The, the she runs into or whatever. Well, no. Um, she's accused of being a gore ikel, which is the one that can well, actually no, but I think... pass as human. And she runs into like yeah. a Ikka, but, but, which is the one that like. But was it not that was a, we first hear the term because that's what Selwyn says about her. Yeah, he doesn't say the gore. He says he the. Ikka. But oh, I think the gore. I think that one is like the he. That's what he says, but I think he he meant because the they're the same. I think the Ikkel is like the it's like an umbrella. Does that make sense? Yeah. Oh, okay. Like it's the overall term, but then the Gorical is the one that can actually he, pass. Pass, uh, yeah, I think. Um, but it's, like, it's like also Oracle's like the of the ickle kind. It's like one of the Ickle yeah. Kinds. Um, and but it's crazy because it's just like that. Like you know, we hear we hear that term, and now we see it. Like literally, I'm telling you right away. This is the thing: is that after this is all over and said and done, after we get to the end of the Legendborn cycle cipher, I forget what she calls it, cycle. Um. And hopefully Brie and so or whoever she chooses or none of the above live happily ever after. She is 17 years old. She can keep on with these I said, or whoever she chooses or none. I said that. <laughs> I know. But once they start to... I'm like pure auntie right now. You to live happily boys. ever after. <laughs> she gets a little bit of distance. I really hope Brie becomes the kind of auntie slash mama, though. I don't know if we'll get that far, but... We'll talk about that later. Fuck you, Merlin. Um, <laughs> that is like, don't mess with the universe and don't fuck with karma. I want her to like internalize. Don't put that like manifestation. Don't put shit out in the universe that you don't want back. <laughs> and no, karma. No, that's right. Because perhaps uh, the um, universe. Before Brie might have done that. After Brie, we listen. Don't know the universe told After Brie, "You wanted the smoke. I'm gonna give you a fucking forest fire." I'm no. burning. It's like it, it just keeps immediately in a way that's really out of pocket. <laughs> it is, but it's like so. Literally, we're still on day what three? Maybe we're on day four now. Like immediately. No, we're not on day. It's the same day. So day one, she went to the quarry. Saw the easel, got back, you know, was like, oh shit, magic is real. Day two, she got she mauled went to the scene, by got in trouble with, uh, or got in a fight with Alice, met Nick, 
ran to the Hellhound, got, you know, was healed, all that stuff. Day three, she pulls up on the lodge, immediately has to get oathed, sees an awakening, finds out Nick is Arthur, and gets taken hostage by a demon. And the same day she had a racism put on her. She <laughs> had a racism every, every, every single day. Every single day. Every single day. done to her. <laughs> every day. Oh my God. I'm saying, I like literally, Bro. if I am Bree Matthews and you were like, I could kill home. for a I'm don't done. say that. I would die for a don't say that. <laughs> but it's also like, like, I, it's literally on some like I I may not be cut out for this early college thing. Like I, I'm gonna go school, back. I'm sense. going. Take my I'm gonna go back and I'm gonna I'm a regroup and I'm gonna try this again, but not here because y'all doing too much I need to here. be mesmered. <laughs> like, <laughs> let's wrap this shit up. You were correct. <laughs> I'm like, if you ain't got I, it, I, can we find Will Smith? Somebody get me. Yeah, I, I don't want do, you, do you guys know this? Um. Mm-mm. You don't, because you don't go to sports. But there's this great Shaquille O'Neal meme where it's like, I'm sorry, young fella, I wasn't familiar with your game. I must apologize. Oh, I've seen that, yeah. <laughs> Never heard I need that. her to do that with Cell. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, I was unfamiliar. I was unfamiliar. I am, she gonna learn today. Like, if you really, if you really didn't want me to come into this, all you really had to do was just explain to me what was going on, and I'm like, you got it, and then mess with me no, afterwards. She had that to see it. All t- she, had to see it. she had to, to see it. And she was like, I don't. She was like, I don't. That is. But uh, no, it's the worst. I'm saying my vocabulary. She said <laughs> the word. But listen, is but, but I'm saying when she's hearing about all these like lieges in the, she was like, now what no, is this? No, but she's this? seen two demons like, already, oh, and she already, and she was still pulling up. But but it wasn't until she heard about the leeches that y'all we can do we can do all that whatever. William confronts her in about two chapters and she's like, yeah, no, I'm sure she's not going. She's she here. She's not going. She's not. She's not. She is who she is. Who I am, I would have been home, but she's here. Yeah. As soon as I saw the kids jumping out the quarry, I'd have been like, I gotta go home. I has made it as far as to be in a forest alone with white people. In a row, this see, this situation. If I, if I had ever gotten that far, like, I don't think I personally would have even gotten that far. But say I had, and this was popping off, this would be my last straw. <laughs> okay, um, this demon. Let's describe him, or like what what this dude looks like. So. At first, I think the shape is an enormous human, but the movements are all wrong. Their joints bend in the wrong places. In the so, mm, in the sliver of light from above, I see a broad chest and thick limbs covered with moss. An iridescent, shiny green liquid pours out of open gashes on mottled skin. A face stretches across a bulbous, swollen head. Two long strips of rotting flesh connect gaping jaws. Their tongue lashes back and forth like a snake tasting the air. The demon hums in satisfaction. Yes, you will help us. This Brie is the blackest she's ever been. And these when she keeps talking about the smell, the ooze, and like, <laughs> <laughs> like she can't get over it. Like, because she's seen a hellhound. She's now seen two hellhounds. She saw that like, incorporal Ethel. What did she call that one? Like a possum. Um, at the quarry, or the size of the possum. So she's seen these little mini demons. 
and she intellectually she knows yes demons exist but this thing starts oozing and it stinks and even when she is terrified for her life she is like her brain keeps going back to this thing stinks and it is oozing yes tracy dion really did a really great job of invoking all the senses like you feel the the sensation of the like creepy disgusting like like um the goop and stuff and blood and all that like you see that but then and you can also kind of like feel it like what she's like yeah. describing but the she keeps being just... consistent with smells and smells is like one of my top senses and so i feel like brie and i are aligned in that like we notice like she seems to notice smells a lot and i'm like those are that's the number one turn off for me if something smells bad i can't ignore it like my body can i it will reject like i can't do it and i love how um when it comes up it just helps like the revulsion like how you want to f- the disgust of it all like it comes up so easily when you like hear so it. she's like uh are you sure i'm the best person for that <laughs> um yes they state and then it slings her over the shoulder like a, sl- a sack of yams and pulls her and takes her back to the uh takes her back to the battle to the fight all the things you do not want to hear when you're trying to like you're, you're just trying to she's, at this point she's just trying to get out of the forest and that's not going well at all Mm-hmm. and it's like hot and like squishy and just like ugh. <laughs> so yeah so the demon takes her back to the fight he comes in like i'm here for the pin dragon you know what it is like come on square up um so lord davis pop like comes to the front and is like i'm who you seek and i'm just like okay so i get it but i get it i get you know you're 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 trying to like uh protect your son this is your thing but wouldn't you think the demons at this point know that like y'all only kids can be the scions like he used he's a liege now. Like you're too old for all that shit. Like Oh man. You're definitely not on. passing for twenty-two. He's like he's like silly rev. He's giving like he's giving like the Twix yeah. commercial Twix? Tricks. No. Tricks for kids. Yeah, silly rabbit Twix for kids. Tricks. 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 Silly rabbit, tricks are only for kids. And that's like that's what the demon's giving it is like silly rabbit. Yeah. Legendborn are only children. Like, what do you think this is? Like, you may be a you may be on the line you're of just, Arthur. I just don't know you. You're not him. I don't know but you were not, not him right now. <laughs> you might have been him. One. You're some, not it. Yeah. You might have had it at some point. Currently, you, yeah. That's not who. You, I'm, Meanwhile, you're not who I they have the, um, the or Davis has the Legendborn close ranks around Nick, which is like a little obvious, but also. It's one of those, like, you, you kind of see how, like, he is the whole point of the Order, especially at this point, especially because he's not awakened, is to protect him at all costs. Doesn't matter who else. Like, Bree is over here being hung by her ankle. Like, they're, like <laughs> no one else matters in this situation. Like, everybody else sacrificed or is expected to sacrifice themselves for Nick. And that's also, I think brain, that's also like, why he didn't want to do this. Everything else for the head. Like, he does not want to be here. Like, he's yeah. trying to, like, fight his... He doesn't, and he doesn't want these kids right. sacrificing themselves for him, right. for him and his comfort. I do think, though, it's hilarious because 
you can kind of tell that Nick has not been in this for a minute. And you can also tell, like, who Nick is just generally because he he starts piping up and Lord Davis is like, boy, if you don't shut up. And for me, it's like, you don't have to cower behind the people who are closing ranks on you. But if a demon is like, where's the pin dragon? I'm not going to be like, hi. <laughs> don't be a person with us. Like, I, I don't care how noble you are. That is not that. It's, at that point, it's noble idiocy. You're just, right. you're just doing it to be like Unless noble, we have like, a plan for, that what, every... What ends? Unless we're pulling a life and everybody's right. like, I'm that baby pappy. I'm that baby right. pappy. You know what I mean? I am not about to just, like, I'm going to be quiet. Everybody going to be quiet. We all decide, okay, right. yeah, we going to be quiet. Did you, have you seen a pin dragon? I don't know what that is. I don't, I don't know. You, you might be looking for mm-hmm. one. My last name is Davis. <laughs> Are you looking for a pin shaped as a dragon? Because I... Is he? <laughs> we're out of those. Yeah. I don't. I think we're out so of those. So yeah. So he. Uh, sorry. Oh, go ahead. Um, I. I was just gonna say that. Uh, formation. Oh, it's like it's giving High School Musical. Like everyone else around you knows the steps. Like it's pulling together, doing like a, like their stance, and you're just like walk, looking around, like what's going? What? Who? Huh? What's going? Did everyone practice yeah, without they me? Did. Yes, um, they did. So yeah, so the demon is like, points at Nick and is like, he is who we seek. Um, tells them to, you know, give give him to us, Legendborn. He's like, so the demon is actually holding Brie around her like middle and is like squeezing her ribs. She's just in a really... Right, he know right. The He's holding right? the oh, pin dragon. That's actually crazy. I, I don't know why I didn't like think He's, about it. He's holding that pin. He's like, give me oh, the yeah. dragon. But it's also interesting too that they can't. I'm um, looking for the pin dragon. It's right you here. Can yeah. You would not we'll know the pin dragon if it was staring you right in your now. face and dangling in front of yeah. everything. Yeah, not, and that's something I that I think is really interesting. Um, and like, obviously, she's not awakened. The pin, the dragon is not the the dragon. The pin into the, dragon the dragon. Is dragon. Sis- Cisco is not here. Um, <laughs> Cisco is still asleep. But it's interesting that they can't. That they don't yeah. know who it is, and they're just kind of going. They know off where of the legendborn are, but they don't know who's who. Who yeah. who raises their hand? Who's who? But he, yeah, and so it's kind I, of a cool. I don't think that's. true. I feel like so. I feel like it's another thing is I think that everyone in the order underestimates demons because I feel like this demon, for all the fact that he said where's the dra- like whatever. Um, I think that like they seem like they know more than definitely the order gives them credit for knowing, and like we get there later. Oh yeah. Whenever they talk more about like how this all came, like there's there's some scheming going on that like would not happen naturally. So like clearly there's like there's more information that they have. But I think then the order is like tending to, or even teaching the other like the order members to the legend Warren and stuff like that to like keep in mind about the demons like they probably mm-hmm. like understand but i also the think that like of the demons oh i'm not saying that the demon isn't intelligent i'm just saying that the the demons cannot like he's holding the pen dragon and there's nothing i'm saying it because of, i'm saying it because stupid. of how uh davis is acting like how uh, his father is i feel like he's treating them like he's an idiot like right. he's treating the demon like they're an idiot and i feel like that just like i think he's kind of just to everyone but mm-hmm. I think that in like specifically to demons, I think yeah. they treat the demons like they're not intelligent. Um, so yeah, so David starts forward, pulling his blade as he runs. Um, but there's no, he's not fast enough. Now all of a sudden the demon got him around the throat. 
Um, Nick is trying to fight his way through this formation. Um, he knocks down Fitz, but Evan takes Evan takes his place like immediately. So they, like Nick is stuck. He can't really do nothing. Um, <clears throat> and then yeah, I I do no, think that. Sorry, I'm, I'm, this is real quick. I, I think it's really interesting, though, what we find out about um, Lord Davis, Martin Davis, is that he he set this whole thing in motion. Um, but I do think him, like, saying, like, I'm the dragon and then rushing to his, towards him, I think there's something... And I would be really interested in if we explore this a little bit more of all of these former scions, or these vassals, I guess is what uh, the former legend-born in scions are, who are higher ranked and did all of this training and were told all of this greatness that was going to befall them and then they never got a chance to like fight and you can kind of see him like have like a little bit of a mid midlife identity crisis of like i remember there's this episode of um i don't know why sex in the city comes to mind when two of Carrie's love interests start fighting each other and she's sitting there and she's screaming, you're middle-aged! Because, like, why are you fighting? Your back is gonna hurt. Like, and it, it's the funniest fight because they are middle-aged, out of shape, slapping at each other because they don't, you yeah. don't got it anymore. Like, why are you trying to go up? Why are you... <laughs> and, like, the fact that he's even got, like, I mean, like, I get it, though, but because the they still, it's like, like they, I'm sure they still, like, the hellhound pops up around you like you you know but he he knows how to fight whether he's like at the top of his game or not he's not is another story but he does have that training but again like you said he's middle-aged like and that's what feels like a yeah. show exactly but it's like and there's a difference between like fighting to out of desperation and then fighting like for glory and like I feel like that like running up on this Uchel is a little bit of for glory because you have a bunch of younger in shape people who are currently training and, and you know ready for this who can face off against this demon I feel like he was doing it for show I thought he was, I think he was yeah. trying to serve a point he was like Nick is here. I got a pun on his show for it. Well, he didn't think Nick. He didn't arrange he, for Nick to be there, but Nick being there made him. And I don't know that he sure arranged he extra but, in. Did he arrange specifically for this getting attack, or was it just that he's opening the gate? I don't. I think he's just he's opening yeah. gates. He's opening gates, yeah. and so it's just a matter that like these attacks yeah. are going to occur more because he's the one opening he's the open. gates and letting them through. I don't think he arranged for this specific attack. Um, but I do think that there's a little bit of, and you kind of get, you understand why he's, or not, we see a little bit of why he's doing what he's doing. And it is like to chase, it's like the people who start fires to put them out to be a yeah. hero. And it's a little I think sad. he's trying to be Nick's hero and he's trying to show Nick, like, I'm heroic. Like, I can, if I can stand up, like, I'm, that's what you should stand up to. Like, I'm gonna set an example. And it's like, no. And glory. I think it's more than it's more it's more glory than the actual like heroics of because being an actual hero is not putting these people these kids in danger in the first place. Right. So it's yeah a lot of glory, but Lord Davis and Bree are both uh, in precarious positions. Um, The demon says, "I will kill both of them while you watch Pendragon, and then I will take you." Then we have another great cinematic awesome scene um 
you talk far too much. I never thought I'd be happy to hear that voice. Cell drops onto the demon's back, wrapping his opponent in a headlock. The demon roars, dropping me to the ground and flinging Davis across the clearing. Um, Nick's father hits a tree with a stomach crunching or stomach turning crunch and falls to the stone surface in a loose pile of limbs. So the spine is spine is done. (laughs) The spine is done. (laughs) She said that that he gets Play-Doh. He gives nothing. (laughs) Not to, you know, (laughs) it's really funny because like, I do feel for Nick and like him being upset about his father in a loose pile of limbs, but Mm -hmm. also, that's what this man gets. Um, don't go chasing after the, it's the same way in which I was like, Brie, if you don't want to get mauled, don't get the attention of the hellhound. Like, if you don't want your back cracked. <laughs> Not in the good way, too. That's the thing. Like, it's a good way to have your back cracked given, like, romance novel. But then there's this way. And this is the way you do not want your back cracked. <laughs> like... You think of all the books that you read and where you're like, I'm so much your back. Why did I say it like that? This is not, this is not what you're thinking about. <laughs> this is not the way. I didn't need to say it like that. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> it's giving that book series, like like the one is like that time I got drunk and I like saved the demon. It's you did like that time I'm, I got drunk I'm reading those. and I got my back. By a demon, like in the deadly way, <laughs> not that way, not the way you're thinking. Wow! So Sarah pulls pulls Bree away from the the fray. Um, she runs over to where half of the group, Nick included, have gathered at Davis's side. Um, he's not moving. Meanwhile, the demon and Cell are are Play-Doh. going at it. So it's it's interesting how like. It started off as like everybody's ready to fight, wooty woot, right? And they're not just gathered around Lord Davis because the battle's over. It's just because they're like, all right, Cell's got it. We don't have any business uh, trying to deal with this anymore. Like they got it. These two beasts, <laughs> you know, no, want to be in the um, way. But I also like love and we'll, we'll we'll see this a little bit more too sar is yeah taurus page correct squire, squire? yeah mm-hmm. no yes squire. but for for sar sarah um and for a lot of not all of not not even half of but for a good number of the um order brie has taken the oath and that's that like, get her out of the way, get her to safety. Also, in general, the point of the order is to, like, save the once-born, the, like, non... the humans, the normals, or whatever, to keep them safe from demons, right? And so, you will see that, like... And I mean, even maybe for Tor 2, and to some extent, I'm not sure, but... <clears throat> For Sar, at least, what we start to see is, like, she's has, she has accepted mm-hmm. Brie. Um, they're not going to be, like, best friends or close or whatever. Um, but she's taken the oath, and she's one of them, and she's going to look out for her. Um, and you start to see that, like, right away. And I think that's pretty interesting as well. Um, because 
from the racism that just happened 20 minutes ago, there is, could be a fear of like, well, let's not, I'm not going to put my neck on the line to help Brie out and <laughs> get her out of the way of the demon and cell fighting. Like, mm-hmm. but they do. So that's nice. <clears throat> so, yeah. So Cell and, Cell and the, the demon are, are fighting. Also, Bree is just, like, so disgusted by Cell in general. So, like, the demon kicks his chest. The Merlin goes flying. Cell hits the ground with both feet in a sliding crouch. A feral grin crosses his face. He launches himself back at the creature like a bullet. It's very it's, it's very anime-coded. Um, the sight turns Bree's stomach. Mm-hmm. Nick's father could be dead, and Cell's enjoying himself. I'm like, let him take enjoyment in his work. This is... <laughs> But also, it's like, is that what you take away from this? Because it feels more like he's like, right? Oh, like this, this is weak. He's like, this right, is nothing. Like it's not. <laughs> it's like it's not giving. It's for me. It's not giving like, oh, this is such a solemn time. We're all here gathered for this funeral, and here comes Sale, <laughs> smiling and no, cracking. Like, like no, we should like, all what's the, aspire what's to right do now? what we love. You know, he's defending. But also, like, you're you're only paying attention to uh, Lord Davis because, like, that's what you got to do in this moment. Cell is in the middle of a fight. He's not seeing y'all over there. He don't know what state that man is in. He's in the middle of this fight. Why would he know if how he's doing? He doesn't right. know. He's in the middle of this fight. Um. So, yeah. Meanwhile, uh, the boy who had the dagger. So, this is Will. He is using Ether to mm-hmm. heal lord davis um so he's not dead he's still severely injured but will because he's there is able to or william is able to um save him so meanwhile nick he's like you almost killed my father um and it's it's interesting I haven't completely decided. I've read now. I've read this three times. I haven't completely decided how I feel about this. Um, like it's definitely dumb. He he jumps in the middle. He's like, need the you nearly killed my dad, and now he's trying to like fight the demon. Cell is like, yo, I got this. It's giving. It's giving Peter Quill when <laughs> it does. Okay, so see that's the thing. So that's the thing. It <laughs> and, does give that, which and... is why I think I have like an adverse reaction to it. But also having more time with Nick and understanding Nick, it doesn't like completely turn me off. If that makes sense. Um, also because they win. Also because it's not like like by the end of it. So I want to. I'll come back to it in a second. So like Nick uh, charges mm-hmm. forward. Um, the demon breaks Cell's ankle and then um, basically like blocks Nick's sword swing. Um, and now Nick is being held by the throat by the demon. Um, throws the, He lifts Nick high, throws him, or, or slams him into the silver stone, and now Nick is unconscious. So it's one of those where it's like, why, why did you do that? Now you're hurt too. Um, so it just, but I will say like, it, it kind of like I guess brought up a couple of things for me. One, Nick and his father don't see eye to eye. They have like a lot of issues, obviously, but he also cares a lot about his dad. It's also foreshadowing for Bloodmarked when like major spoiler <laughs> spoiler alert, Nick or or Lord Martin gets 
killed by uh, Merlin and then Nick immediately beheads dude. So like there's this other and like it's something that I think hasn't been fully explored yet, I think. Not like in either of the books. And so I'm curious to see where that goes in book three. Um, is this like kind of darker side to him? And like also just like in those moments, how he reacts. You know what I mean? Also, oh shit, sorry. I just had another thought. He's full of Cell's bloodlust right now. Which is, I'm not, I'm not saying these okay. aren't excuses. I'm just saying that, like, there are, like, other... I'm just, I'm trying to get the full picture, is what I'm saying. Not that not that he should have done this, because honestly, now he got a cracked skull looking looking stupid. You know what I mean? Like, it's not stupid. Like, yeah. No, there's no, like, it's not in any way does it make sense for him to do this. But there's, like, a, I'm just saying there's, like, something there that, like, it, it's not the first, it's not the last time that it happens, but I don't think it's been fully delved into, if that makes sense, within the story. His relationship with his father, his but also just like father. the way that he reacts in those kinds of situations. Like, I'm I'm interested to see like what comes of that within like exploring his character in the future. <clears throat> um, final thing though, as soon as that happens, Bree's running. So she's she sees nick is down and it is immediately like and it's not even running to save him necessarily but just like she's you know they have this bond already again it's only been two days or this is the second day they've barely known each other 48 hours um and she's running she barrels into the demon just as cell swings nick's sword together they send the body in one direction and the head in another so shit's crazy <clears throat> well in my notes i have it says <laughs> stop it's healer time because we go into chapter 14 <laughs> and um we find out that nick his father and evan aren't the only ones who were injured um when Bree's in the basement infirmary um they're also on a table is tour well because they when split did up. Get hurt we don't know because there was like there actually it was like we i skipped over it um but there was the hellhound and then there was another hellhound there was another one that was semi nearby so they yeah um split up so that there were folks who could deal with the two hellhounds. but also but tor getting hurt was off yes page, so we yeah. didn't know that tor was hurt until we get to the infirmary and then that's when we find out that there's four people mm-hmm. laid out so that is dr davis nick evan and tor this is the first time we see Ether like depicted for healing. Um, like we know that William used it, but because we're seeing from Bree's perspective and Bree was incapacitated the first time she like healing was happening to her, we don't actually see the ether like as it formulates. We just saw it formulate like their um, their armor, but not like this is the first time we're seeing it with the healing. And it sounds cool as well, also very cinematic. So he's triaging folks, and as he's triaging folks, he kind of like, um... He stands over their bodies while Ether drips down onto their wounds and disappears. Yeah. No, he strikes from the table, his hands are coated in a silver Aether so thick it looks like mercury. And there's a bright citrus smell of his a signature that's just attached to it. And so like, it's like a fl- he's saying a murmuring, a fluid lyrical language that she doesn't understand. And 
it drifts into their wounds and disappears under their skin which is again super cool um so Brie, like we are catching up with Brie where she's catching up and when they got to the lounge to the lodge like most of the group had dispersed but uh and the pages were sent home and Brie ended up in the infirmary with everyone who's here um and being in the infirmary is bringing back a lot of her trauma from being in the hospital and she's kind of like reliving those moments she's in shock from everything that she's seen from the awakening into the battles and there's a part level of like she's curious about like what's going on who what is who is that what's going on um and there's a level of like Brie not necessarily like having a role yet and so just like not knowing where to put herself but be there by Nick's side um also she's like like this like ongoing loyalty to make sure she's shown mm-hmm. on the field well while she's there she's kind of like muddled she's not thinking too much um and the first thing that kind of pops her out of her just like watching and observing is Cell, who bursts through the door like an unholy angel in a long black coat and his eyes blazing like twin suns just just drama he is so he i i wrote he is the drama and when he comes in like his entrance is so big that like he like doesn't even notice like he's like so like there's a reason why nick says to be afraid of cell and even the people who've been there like the people who work as pages in the infirmary they dip out like they, <laughs> they do they like, say i i'm gonna go. head out <laughs> they're like cells here Did you know uh-uh, i don't get paid i think it's really funny too though that, it's time um, to go home Mm-mm. we're gonna we're but about to get a lot of like exposition and explanations which i think is great but you can kind of see how each of them the like i guess like the main characters or the the bigger characters kind of deal with Cell in their own like specific ways but all like the unifying thing is that they are all very like short and to the point like there's not a lot of flowery words they're either like calm down go yeah, away they're just like they're like here you go or or they're just like I'm out I'm dipping but like <clears throat> no one's trying to like reason with or talk to him yeah. and I think that that's like really interesting in Yeah, and William—I would say William is, is the closest he has to a friend. Is much. I'm not gonna say patient because he doesn't show sell a lot of patience, but he's a lot more like caring about it. You know, he's gonna make sure um, empathetic, I guess. But yeah, yeah. But he's caring about everyone. The, the lack of like no. putting up, like you just kind of get the sense that if you're going to the way to like quote-unquote handle cell or at least like it's just to like interact with cell it's like you cannot put up with his bullshit you cannot let him interact with him uh push you around but you also don't get all up in his face you're <laughs> just like you say what you gotta say you, you get him to calm down or you get him to leave like Bree out here trying to argue sense into that man <laughs> it's futile well, he comes in here and he, again, a love scene because he's like, he strides over to where Nick is 
And there's no hitch in his step despite the fact that his ankle is broken. So Bree's questioning, did William heal him already? But we know it's not that. Um, and he examines Nick where he lies. His Nick's shirt is open, exposing his chest and stomach. He's usually his usually handsome, open face is pale and pinched, and he hasn't opened his eyes since they have arrived. You better not die, Davis. So orders, not now. A triangle. And... <laughs> it's happening. We're tri we're triangulating. The full triangle, not no, a hinge. A triangle closes. Okay. Okay, and so. I just, like, it's so funny to me because Will is, like, doing what he's doing. He gives him the update on how Nick is doing. He tells him how Davis is doing. um, And even gives an update to, like, the rest of the squires and science that are there, which is an afterthought for Cell. He's like, I don't want them to die either, but, like, we know you're who yeah. you're here for. Um, and it's funny because... Like this is this is how you know how much Cell is the drama and everybody knows him to be the drama because after he's walked into this room suddenly these other two legend born in, in a doorway too so he is the drama and everybody right, they're here like for the oh y'all 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 get a debrief now because I got I want to know it's not even a de they're like, like tea time on? okay I'm ready let's pull up because like we're so going oh he going oh we it's tea time let's go so um Russ who is already in the room. Um, responds to Cell being like, everyone needs to be to heal or whatever. It's like, this is like the ninth attack in two weeks. And uh, Fitz, who comes, like, came in the doorway after Cell appeared, um, is like, this, uh, in the first Etchel spotted in years. And Cell was like, they didn't come to feed or infuse themselves with ether. They came with a purpose and they knew we'd be gathered tonight, knew we'd gather and knew the sign of Arthur would be here. How? And Russ, this is what I'm saying, they underestimate the demons, says, uh, Shadowborn don't know anything. They're too brainless to think, much less plan. And so Cell pushes back against that. And, but then... When Cell, like, actually leaves the, turns to go, he spots Bree, stops, and then he says, what is she doing here? <laughs> so he's also Deborah Cox. I do think, how did you that, get here? Um... And he's trying to invoke the pride from Lion King 2 and being like, she's not one of us, why is she here? Especially at this demon attack, where I just told y'all I am suspicious that some. How do they demons know? But I do think what though, was going on that today? like when you're talking about Russ uh, underestimating the demons and stuff, like I think this is a matter of the fact that they, for the most part, and if, who is Russ's Russ pay, or Squires for one of William, right? Felicity. Oh, Felicity. never mind. Felicity. It's Fitz. Felicity. Okay. Anyway. Felicity. I don't know. There's too many of them. It's it's it's, it's complicated. But um, for the most part, mm -hmm. and what they're Evan okay. Evan Squire yes. for so for the for most part and for Fitz. what they're used to, they're seeing easels, which are kind of brainless. They skitter through the gate. They don't really have a plan. But that's not what this is. And so the the part that I think sell and some of the ones that are a bit wiser, but like are trying to impress upon Russ 
and like the rest of the Legendborn is like this is not oh an Isol escaped a gate and it's mess and it's like getting football players to fight at a party and eating the chaos like this is a this is a bigger thing um and I think too like and it comes up like as they talk too is like Felicity just awakened Russ hasn't been (laughs) bonded to her yet but he about to be awoken too like in about an hour so it's also just like the him again he hasn't yet shifted his brain into the like real you know what I mean it's all in his head it's still stories and like theory and whatever but like no bro like you're yeah and the last like this is, ha- this war, is happening or the last time like this many I don't know if it's like the last time this many has been awakened but the last mm-hmm. time like Arthur was awakened like we said earlier it's like 1775 right so like they are still there's like a a, a large amount of the order who are still operating on, uh, like, this is like any other, like, order class, or, you know, this is what we're expecting, especially for these first year pages and stuff. Like, they're not fully comprehending what the war is. And, like, as much as we're about to see, like, how little Bree knows. We also kind of are gonna about to see like how little it is impressed upon these kids what the real dangers are because for so many of their parents and the vassals like there wasn't actually that much danger. It was all theoretical because nothing really went down. Shit's going down now, so it's like you know it's like the difference of like when people tell you to sign up for. Yeah. It put the legend in the legend born. Like, it was all legend. It was all mythos or whatever. But what I'm saying, too, is I'm saying, like, nowhere in the mythos and legend as they were teaching it to the kids was, like, take this seriously. Like, whenever you are, like, there's no telling when you're going to run into someone who has strategy or whatever. So always been a lookout for Well, we don't really know that, but because I also think that there is something to your experience. It was all, like, like, yeah you know it's like when it's like people who signed up for the military before 9-11 was like join the military and then they'll pay for your college and you get to go travel or whatever and then there was a bunch of people when we went to war now now it's different because we've been in, at war for 20 something fucking years but there were a bunch of people who like were like the last time we were at war was vietnam or whatever i'm i'm signing up for this thing for the perks without actually thinking that the the consequences and the dangers are really going to happen. And then we're like, oh shit, <laughs> when, you know, they got shipped off to conflict. Um, and I think that's what we're kind of seeing here too, which is that like, they know intellectually, but they, they because they haven't seen it. I understand that. And they were I'm taught this, but because they haven't seen it, they started to discount it and act like it was never going to happen. I sort of, I don't know that it was ever taught is what I'm saying. I don't like, I think that they would have a healthier respect for demons had it been taught. Like you never underestimate what the demons are up to. Cause they like, it may look like they're just ranking. But I think you can tell that it was taught a little bit because like self's taking it seriously. Like there are people in there that are. I mean, I, Cell is a Merlin. I feel like Merlins and Legendborn are two different. Well, 
Yeah, I think Merlins are, each, are taught different things. I also think there's a there's a mm. um, it's like racism, right? So they don't need to know that in in the minds of like the the regents or whoever has decided to put forth this like idea that demons are not smart they're savage they're brainless mm-hmm. you know what i mean like all of that stuff serves a purpose they don't them them to, it serves a purpose for them to whatever. think that way obviously the merlins are the merlins are possibly different in part because they're part demon but also because of like the nature of their oaths and like what why they're raised the way they are um they would be taught something different but the legendborn and even the like pages and like you know russ is a squire so he signed up for this he didn't have to become a um a, a squire but they they have a different kind of privilege and like a different kind of power and especially i think the higher you're ranked like you don't need to know you know what i mean like it doesn't have to be whereas like we mm-hmm. find out and like we see more more in Bloodmark when we meet like other demons like Valak and stuff like they're like human like you know what I mean? or he, well Valak is a can be in like, like cell but still like they're they are as complicated yeah well, and, multifaceted and, as humans are um but yeah but it, like it's yeah. like the purpose for them to be thought of as it's like any war game like you want to don't you don't want to like personalize the person that you're trying to fight against and i get this as a strategy but i feel like the regents themselves have underestimated yeah. some of the demons and therefore that leads to them teaching growing up strategy sure yeah. but i also think that they weren't the ones who came up with that ideology you know what i mean like they also feed into that which again is not to say that it's a good thing <laughs> it actually comes to a detriment to everyone involved which is what racism does too yeah i'm not, i'm just like noting like how is it i'm noting that it, it permeates the exactly. order it, it was like an, no it one was I, it seems like so many thing. people in the order are underestimating the demons by and then that doesn't happen by happenstance like but what i'm saying though is that like we'll hear from fitz for example who is a lower ranked person and he is pissed that they are underestimating this because for him and like his line and stuff like that like being awakened is a given and they're out there like yeah they're sure they're fighting like the, sm- the smaller e-cells and stuff but like when you're even when you're doing that more often, um, then you, you do, like, he has a higher respect for what's happening um, and some, what I think of as valid resentment, but, like, some resentment about the fact that you have someone like Russ being like, ah, oh, they're dumb, it's not a big deal, <laughs> you know, or... I think if I feel like what you're saying is more about, like, it's not, he's not question. it's not, it's more about then the rest of them like the entitlement and the it's not a big deal part and less about like you're underestimating how how strategized these demons are i think it's more about like you're like you're um you're so like above and we'll get there it's like i i have thoughts on that when we get there sarah pops up and is like reeves taken hostage by the actual cell she's covered in slime frightened half to death Earlier in the chapter, Cell, um, Cell, Brie, uh, notes that her hands have not stopped shaking since she's come back. Like, she just, she's not good. Um, 
and she uh sarah's like take it easy i'm surprised by her defense of me uh um brie is surprised by sarah's defense of her and she's like you know like take like okay like someone that she doesn't even know is like defending her and cell um sarah says like she even tried to save nick and then cell's gaze hardens and he says we're to assume it's a coincidence that the itchel came back with her in their arms and Bree's only like response is i tried to help um but she because she again she's in shock and she hates how her voice sounds so small she hates that it sounds like how she feels and so responds to Bree's response like clearly she is not in a good state responds to her with you tried what little girl Just... little girl little girl yeah he's 18 she's so, she's two years yeah. younger than you she's a child <laughs> she is only two years younger than you only because you are voting age are you actually considered a man but you, she's literally only two years younger than you. And you're calling her a little girl because you are just above it all. Because you are a king's mage. Because you are all this. Seriously? I also think it's really funny, though, because um, he's like, oh, it's a coincidence that that's who they got. But it's also like, dude, you took her sight away and drug her to the middle of the forest. Right. And then all the pages left her. They were just like, peace out. No one was like, oh, we're missing someone. Let's go back and help. Like, she was lost. Yeah. You know? Like... <laughs> like, the problem is, it's like, Cell is reaching, but he's not reaching that far. You know what I mean? Like, if you want to make the dots connect, they do connect. But also, like, it's you can you yeah, can find what not, you want when yeah. you put it together that way. You didn't like oh, so she's coincidentally right way, but... was there in the forest at the quarry, and then she's coincidentally like here, and then she uh like um she was confronted by the hellhound, and then she's here. So it's all coincidence, huh? Is that what it is? And let's also not stray too far away from the fact that Cell is also angry because when he looks at Bree, she be looking kind of good. And he's warring with himself between, and like, you know. And she just got here, and all of a sudden, his dude is has a cracked skull on the bed. How did he, how did this, this girl, yeah, how did this girl have my mans wrapped around her finger? Meanwhile, I've been trying to get him back with me for months, and he ain't want nothing to do with me. But here you come. And here he, and now he all here and he all about you. But also you look kind of cute, so I can kind of see it, but also like, why you and not me? Like, he, <laughs> the triangle is triangling and it is messing with his little, poor little brain. And she just did it in one day. I don't even, he can't take. He can't. He cannot take. So Bree's trying to respond. She can't, she ain't got it. She ain't got the juice. Cell knows it. He's taking advantage of it. And Sarah steps in again with a warning tone and tells a cell to leave Bree alone. But he's already so close in front of Bree, standing so close that his gaze rains down onto her face like embers. Sparks. The air between us starts to cook, forcing a gasp from my lips. Sparks. Okay, they're in it. Um The fanfic so, writes itself. It's 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 only gonna it's be fanfic right it's right in the canon. Tracy Tracy said right Are y'all hungry? I got you. <laughs> 
about to feed y'all. Oh, <laughs> um, so Brie has to call upon like the fact that like she's again because again being in the infirmary is bringing up her taking her back to the hospital, and she's like going through that like moment. She's like this trauma is coming reinforced with the shock is reinforced with all these emotions that she's feeling right now, um, and so she for, like is like stubbornly not going to run away from her problem um and he uses that to like stand back up to sell um and then he leans into her and then he was he says to her there's a lie about you Paige matthews and if i find out what you're a part of this and he buries his teeth and uh rolls away whenever <sighs> he says that she isn't um then he asks where pete is and they figure out what they're going to do arrangements for like the rest of the night if they want um how they're going to maintain like if there are any more shadowborn that have come but he doesn't think they're going to be any and then he says i want her gone she doesn't belong here and then he sweeps through the door and leaves the room <laughs> in a shaky silence rest i love yeah. rest for this because again this is i'm telling you it's tea time they are enjoying this to an extent um Russ says, Don't even the worry worst about part it. about that guy is that you're never sure if it's safe to talk crap about him. Because rule number one, be afraid of hell. <laughs> like, ugh. Like, I wish I could say how I feel, but I know how his magic works, and I don't I don't want to get got, so I'm going to keep it to myself. <laughs> yes. Um... So that's like Nick's rule. That's the whole order's rule. Like, don't, don't FSL. Don't even, mm-mm. I don't care who you are, where you're from, what you did. Do not try sell. Don't try Jesus. Um, Sarah, <laughs> Sarah turns to Brie and she, her eyes are equal parts worry and apology. Sorry about sell. He's protective. You do belong here. You are one of us now. And she gets uh will to check over brie whenever he gets a chance um brie is like very eager to get the attention off of her so she changes the subject and she asks about what that monster was the uchel and um sarah uh informs her that while isils are lower lesser demons who are strong enough to go full corp uh, they look and they look like animals or creatures. Mm, um, mm-hmm. The uh, Uchels are greater demons, and they are less about mischief, more about murder, and they're strong enough to go corporal yeah. um, as soon as they cross over and through the gate. And she mentions yeah. that they also look more human. And for me, like, whenever I, like, I heard the description of the Uchel, it really gave me the villain from the Eternals, like that morphing creature thing, that's what an Ushul looks like in my brain. And like they are humanoid, like two, like two limbs, bipodal, but like they don't really fully look human. And that's what I'm, I'm thinking, that's what they're like trying to explain. Um, we also learn the awakening order as they like, continue mm-hmm. to talk about demons and the ability to pass human and what does that mean um and so fitz rolls his eyes at the idea of like the like demons that can pass for human thought because what's he that oh, yeah. a scary story that uh <laughs> they tell the kids late at night 
and legend that they are legend and lore and will rightfully this is i love will for so many reasons will frequently write frequently on the side of like let's let's be real here um says we are legend and lore sign baldwin i think it's not even that she can't cover it up yeah that's what i'm saying like it's not that she can't cover it up it's also that like for the most part right um but i think i think emotionally yes i think emotionally but also i think it's like She's into so deep now, Brie right? Like it's it shows even how if she, she somehow knows. again she came in here trying to be like I'm a perpetrate and then I gotta know how much like, I don't know. You know and now she's just full on I can't she can't cover it up, so she's gonna ask these questions. Nothing, you know. I mean, she still wouldn't be able to cover up that she doesn't know like half of. But what I'm saying because she, I'm and saying listen, she maybe. in this moment she can't because she emotionally can't like she emotionally doesn't have it to guard herself. She is also in shock, too, so she can't even, yeah, she's not even thinking to cover it up. But I feel like she would be, she would be more likely to hold it to herself until Nick was awake. Yeah. What are y'all saying? But I feel like because she doesn't have, like, she's, like, her, she's not together, she's, like, like, this is coming out, she can't, she needs, she needs answers now because she's so, like, confronted like everything is too much so she needs some answers while mm-hmm. she's in this place of like and they keep like, using these like titles yeah which i think like as someone who doesn't know titles like this is something that i don't know if you guys have ever like started a new job or gone to like a class or something and people start using like initialisms or like jargon and you're like what the fuck does that mean because at a, at a certain point like she can't actually sit back and listen and just take it in because like what the hell is an awakening what is Cal and like and these words are half of these words are in Welsh. <laughs> yeah, I feel like so I feel like for her she would again if Nick if uh she were still trying to be like I'm in stealth mode like kind of thing, she might wait until Nick was available, but like because she's not like that's where she is. So this is where we start hearing more info about what's going on. So one, when Nick she asks, why do the demons want Nick? And then that's when everyone looks at her and then each other. And then that's when they all know that she's Jon Snow. Um, and at this, Russ stands up and says, because he's our king or he will be formally when he's awakened. And then Sarah says, if he's awakened. And then Fit scoffs, a red flush building at his collar. You really think that's an if, Sar? We're called in order. Flick's line is fourth, which means a sign of K up north must have been called recently too. And Lord Davis didn't bother to tell us. Tor and the line of Trishan will be next. Then the kid at Western, and then the line of Lancelot, and then number one, Nick. Then boom, Camlon. Also, they think this poor kid in Western, who they think is a sign of Ar- or Lancelot, has gone his whole life Lancelot. in this bullshit and is going to find out. Is Lancelot. Uh, nah. I know. I wonder what I would be so interested. Like the thing yeah. is, is, I don't really feel I, bad because I, I just want a short story. I, yeah, I, I love, love a short story. Like, what's what's thick, write somebody, Apple. write this. Who knows? But yeah, or even if he like showed up in the next book just briefly, and you're he's like, yeah, I did <laughs> also- my whole life for this shit. Meanwhile, I wasn't even legend born to begin with, and he's like really salty about it. And you can just be like, okay, dude, but like you can live past thirty five, so shut up. <laughs> But what if we find out, like, Nick's, like, Nick is the chi- uh, the line of Lancelot through, like, Guinevere or whatever, like, their love child, and the other kid was, like, the, like, the line of Lancelot through, like, the, like, um, 
some random or like Morgan Lefra- like some mm-hmm. like fate like something that's like Sutton should not be together. Yeah, but I think it's also funny to think about. It's not just this right. kid at Western. It's like him, his daddy, his daddy's daddy <laughs> for since Jordan da- like Jordan Davis, right? Or Everybody. Jordan Davis, is that right? No. Jonathan Davis. Yes, it sounds better. No, that's I was like, this funny. is my family. And Jordan Davis. I was like, this family. is not right. <laughs> Jonathan. I'm like, for me, I was like, wasn't that a, wasn't that a kid I'm who like, got, like, no. murdered? It was. That as well. Jesus. Um, I yes, was probably stuck well. on it because it's my family, but that as well. Um, that's the reference point for me. I'm just like. <laughs> you're like, this don't, this don't sound good and it don't sound right. Um, but yeah, just thinking about like all of those, all of that whole line, and then they all find out, like, this is how you find out. Plus all of the, the shift happened after the last, mm-hmm. uh, time Arthur was awoken. So like, yeah. or, because, the, or whoever the scion of Arthur, like, awake, was awake. 1800s, so, like, yeah. They would have no way of knowing. Because yeah, it happened in like colonial the rate. during the yeah, colonial rate, But I'm saying in terms of like, they're no, a hundred percent. But what I'm saying is that it yeah. happened like after the last Hamlin, so that they wouldn't have. Ha- it's not like somebody was awakened. Yeah. In, no, like, they've just been so out good. here with like, and like okay. no reason why they shouldn't be out here. We don't know where Arthur's at. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like even Lancelot um, has not been awakened. But I, since again, I want to know how. Yeah. I want to know how that <laughs> Lancelot felt because I feel like the Lancelot legend is so messed up for Lancelot. So just, like, to be part of the, le- like, think you're part of that Lancelot legend and still get screwed over is hilarious. Like, for just, like, the karma of it all. Like, are they, like, what are what is that family anymore? Like, they're not, like, you know what I mean? Like, all these people were, like, lieges and scions. Like, dude is just a regular kid. Do they, like, move him down to vassalage? Like, imagine. Yeah, I mean, I think that they become, they become vassals. But, like, also, like, yeah. like, we don't know how old he is. Is he... Of four, like, is he 20? Is he 21? Is he 22? Because then, okay, cool. Fine. Fine. I was aging out anyway. Whatever. If I'm 17 and I go from being a scion to being, like, a page, but also, that... It's like, we were talking about, like, the the line, like, the, like, his, his, uh, the people ahead, like, his, uh, people who preceded him, his ancestors and stuff. But also, like, think about, because, like, we get in the later chapter that they co-train at least nine other people with your like line should you go down so think about the nine the that's 10 right. folks taken out right all of them gotta they all gotta reorder now who just found none out, of y'all oh, doing nothing with lancelot kidding. maybe maybe a couple of y'all are also related to nick maybe that'll work out for you but for the majority right that's a lot of reordering that's a lot of like upheaval and people who are annoyed well, I will, I, I will say on the bright side, like, the vassals and stuff, like, I don't know, you can't really take away their influence. Like, the people that, like, you know, they've aged out, and then they become yeah. senators and all that shit. Like, you can't, you know, oh, that's yeah. theirs. You got it. So, like, yay generational wealth. It's like, no, not losing any kids to 35 or whatever, mm-hmm. but, like, yeah. In the future, it's a big drop in prestige. We gotta, we gotta talk, we have a side spin. I don't know, we're gonna talk about that. It's like a bonus okay. episode or something. Finish off. Yeah. Um, 
So Rush shakes his head to the whole Camelon thing. Um, and says, come on, man, don't exaggerate. And Fitz says, exaggerate? You think I'm exaggerating? The scion of the line Limerick, your scion, has awakened. Welcome to our reality, Squire Copeland. You high-ranked kids get to play around and pretend we're not actually at war, while the rest of us are awakened and dying every other year. Fury contorts his features. Camelon is coming, whether you believe it or not. No one says anything for a long moment, and then here goes Bree. What? Once again. Like, <laughs> at least it, it does break the silence. What are those? But it also does not work out for her <laughs> to break the silence this way. Yeah. Bree says... What is Camelon, angry man who is already pissed off about other things? Um, no, they're really sitting here like it's really interesting because um, it's a parallel into like when Bree was being healed the first time around, and he's she's like trying to feel Nick out, and Nick is like, mm-hmm. "Somebody sent you into this un with no information," and now he's the person who sent her into this with no information. Although he didn't really send her, she came for him, but. <laughs> He did not send for her, but still, it's like very funny. I want to say too that the high ranking, low ranking, like I think it makes sense a little bit in like Merlin's day, and not in the sense of like oh, or I guess it makes sense in like a military kind of sense if you were thinking about this in terms of front lines and all that kind of stuff. but from a humanitarian and order, like, group dynamic of these, like, people trying to be a unit and look out for each other and all that stuff, it feels designed to breed resentment. Like, if you are lower, a lower-ranked yeah. line... That's what nobility and, and elitism is. And constantly awakened, constantly under threat, and then constantly, because we find out later, once you're awakened, like, usually their life expectancy drops dramatically to, like, 35 so from like birth until 22 you're all about training and learning all this shit and then you have 13 years to be like chilling (laughs) um if you're lucky i guess like Mm -hmm. your so your reward for all of that fighting and being under threat is then to loot to die young it just feels it feels like a bad system and I'm benching Merlin it's like, soon, but I kind of want to bench him right now. It's completely a bad. It's a horrible system. He'll get his. It's by design because it's like, yeah. like, like when you're on top, why do you care what happens to the lay folk? So I, as a designer and game master, you create mm-hmm. the, again, create the game in such a way that you, the head, will sacrifice every other limb before it comes to you. And that's what they do. See, but I'm and always of the... are able to buy... But I'm saying they're able to buy people's allegiance because they promise them the nobility of it all, the uh, prestige of it all, the reputation of it all, the economic gain of it all. And so that's how they maintain the system, even though it's an unfair system. And I understand that, and I totally see that that's... But I'm always of the assumption, and I guess this is why capitalism doesn't work for me, and why I'm such a radical of like this works to an extent but at a certain point you gonna want me to have your back am I gonna have it (laughs) 
And that's time for stabby stabby. Because <laughs> when it comes to, yeah. like, when, when, like I said, when we're in peacetime and I'm never getting awakened, yeah, this is a great system for me, right? Like, or when you're I, only getting awakened to take out, like, the low priority, like, things that, like, are not going to, like, put your life in. No, 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 no. Because oh. even then, them are their life expectancy goes down. So there is a, there's a cost, oh, even shoot. when they're not fighting these, like, bigger Camelon-esque level wars or whatever, there's a cost to them at all times. Every two years or whatever, there's a cost to them. We haven't, um, like, William, shit. Um, William kind of goes into this knowing I'm not, I'm not long for this world because I'm a line of Gawain, I'm 11th or whatever when the shit hits the fan and this is like the thing again with like the way our capitalistic system is set up and all this other shit when you get to the point where like you get to that moment in time they have been resenting you (laughs) they have seen this play out for generations for generations and then you you want them to stand beside you and have your and have your back. I don't know. Yeah, you would see. Maybe you would see me. Leave. I, I would be like, I'm, I'm dying at 35 anyway. So y'all got this. This is for me and my ancestors. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like um, another part of component of that, yeah. that like is interesting. Is I wonder if we ever will hear about those families, like hear about. Um, like, we know that Bree's mother and, like, her mother's line are is, like, fated to pass away early. Um, I wonder if we hear from the, like, the 11th ranked, 13th ranked lines ever about, like, their parents having being, like, le- like left before their time as well. Um, mm-hmm. And the level of resentment. Like, Fitz is, like, a... a uh, figurehead for that but like how much of like how deeply does it run how many different uh, like what line does it go up to like is levels is uh, line seven the one that's been like the like dividing line between resentment and okay like where does that end um, and like if there's anyone building up like uh, anything around yeah. it like well maybe in a future book but but also I think that like not everyone like we'll see and then well I guess we'll discuss next ep- next episode like not everyone is yeah yeah like not everyone resents yeah I don't think are. that everyone yeah. agree- aligns so there's that so- too yeah so <clears throat> finish this all up yeah after Bree says hi already angry man what's Camlon Fitz whistles and shakes his head I don't care if he is king. Somebody's going to have to give Nick Davis a talking to. Bringing a page forward without telling her crap is how we get pages dead. Y'all have fun with Legendborn 101. I'm out. <laughs> like, I, did I not just said, you say know what? On that, note, that y'all, y'all be putting this out here because y'all don't have any regard for anyone who is not a freaking top three scion? Mm-hmm. And here we go. The, the head. The man... The man of the hour that we're always worried about. And here he go. (laughs) How worried is he about us? Mm. So Mm -hmm. what is, what is Bree's response to this? Nick tells me things. (laughs) That's the thing. She can't like, she can't. 
she can't tell them that like she can't deny that he didn't tell her anything but she can't can't say this is on my fault like i'm ignorant by my (laughs) this is on me my own design like she can't actually tell him that tell them that but she also like doesn't want but it's them to too, think like, that Nick too late is, for that negligent. you don't expose your means i think she's in shock but like there's also like the like if she was able to be quicker on the uptake like i'm sure he told me but i just got attacked by a demon so can we <laughs> i need a refresher like y'all been doing this for your whole life and i learned it's my third day out here right but I forgot it's such a basic thing stuff. though too. Like it's it's like but it's like the thing though. That's a that's the problem. Like I can understand if you didn't remember every vassal, but like you don't the whole thing is like fighting for Camlon. So what did he tell you? Yeah. 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 Uh finishing it all off. Um Will and uh finishes healing Evan. And he just like is like you know what size, I think it's time for me to show you around. And that's where we end. Yay, we get William next. We had a good we had a good amount of Will episode being like for me to be like this is it. I'm so happy we're here. We have made it to the millennium because I love it. Yeah. And speaking William. speaking of which, who's your MVP? William. William. Um, I also give <laughs> Sar an MVP just because I feel like she like pulled Bree out of the way when Sal and the Uchel were going at it, and st- and stands up for Bree against Sal um, when he starts calling her all out of her name and stuff and losing his mind at, in the infirmary. So I, I I rate Sar for being like she took the oath. She's in now. Let's move yeah. on. Yeah. But mostly William. Cause he's mostly William. <laughs> really, he just, he has so much sense. And he can, you know, everybody, and everybody's he's alive. busy. Letting all these people just chitter chatter in his ear. He is multi, he's multitasking. <laughs> he's multitasking. No one's dead. No one's died. And healing. No. Right. And he doesn't have a squire yet. So he's doing this on his own. Like once he gets a squire and somebody, and like it's it's also crazy that he doesn't have a squire. I think his squire like, probably like aged rank, out. Right? So like he's been awakened. That's for... my question. That was one of my questions in the next the next round of, of chapters. I was gonna say, did he's like did it or like did he did they die? Yeah. Like it's this like again he's eleventh, so like he just can't keep a squire because yeah, he, he, I think you would kind of I think we would his like here if they die. Yeah, but I just assume yeah, but maybe they aged out. out personality. Either way, he's doing this by himself. Yeah, I think twenty because isn't William like twenty? Um, benched. I think I benched Russ. Um, for kind of doing what Portia, for being the embodiment of what Portia was talking about, about just like not taking this seriously, not like really internalizing the risk that they're taking. And a part of that is like he's higher ranked. um, And so it's not in his mind an actual threat, but I think that there's something really arrogant and disgusting about that. Like not taking it seriously when you see and know that there are lower ranked people in this order who get awakened every day like are going to be awakened 
and are sacrificing and like I would hope that they would take it seriously because of that um and then sell for just doing the most at all times like he could have beat that uchel twice as fast if he hadn't spent all that energy being salty and mean to breathe for no reason and soaking around I feel like the fact is that he can do it anyway. Like he can exp- he can be dramatic and beat an Uchel in the same breath, and but he could, he also could, give everybody their oaths in the same night with it being intoxicated off the ether in the same day. He can do it all. But he could be more efficient if he calmed the fuck down. He is the drama king. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very much so. Um, I, it, I was going back and forth before we, like, started talking, but I knew that was going to happen, that I would, like, figure it out by the end. I benched Lord Davis. It's too much. <laughs> it's too much. Relax, bro. Like, it's just very, like, pretentious and extra, and then you want to jump into a fight you ain't got no business <laughs> jumping into. Now you're, now your back is cracked. Like, hate that for you. Um, <laughs> so, he's... He's benched. <laughs> just, uh, the man's went splat. So <laughs> I, I just, I'm so con. I am breathing. So I'm so confused. I don't know. I want to bench. I want to bench the whole like regents. <laughs> I want to bench, but I, mean, I don't feel like we have enough information about what the regents did in this moment. So I can't really get them. Um, but I feel like they're the real right. reason in the season for like this, like what we're coming to in these like chapters. Um, I kind of want to bench Bree because I feel like it. She really like stepped into this so wrongheadedly that she is learning on the go in the worst possible way, and it's all on her. Like she has no one to blame for her being in a situation but herself, and for her exposing herself because she doesn't know that's all on her like it's all like any anything that she's into right now it's all her fault and i can't blame it on anyone else because she did it which is why you should have benched her last episode but yes the consequences yeah. of her actions epi- no because this episode no last episode she was more like we're in here i'm fine by sitting my pants i can't blame her i can i can't bench her any more than i bench any other main character which i i do from time to time but like in that moment she was being a main character in this moment it's like these are the repercussions to your actions and you are already clearly a traumatized person and you're only reinforcing the trauma and making it worse by putting yourself in this place and it all could have been avoided had you simply asked some questions and waited to get some answers easy peasy yeah. Like, what's a fire, and why does it burn? Like, you could have asked some questions and got some. <laughs> All right. That's where I am with Brie right now, so. Thank you for listening. Yeah. Join yeah, us yeah. next week when we discuss chapters 15 through 17. Wizard Team is part of the Black Nerds Create Collective. If you want to keep up with our content, you can check out our website at blacknerdscreate.com um, and follow us on Instagram and Tumblr at wizardteampod and at blacknerdscreate. Bye. Bye.